Welcome to the Trail of the Intruder, a campaign for Fantasy Age set in the universe of Viteoth, a healing world of elements, magic, and the battle between love and hate. This episode is a prologue to help you get acquainted with one of our heroes. Tell us about yourself. Yourselves. Ourselves. Uh, my name is Nick, and I'm playing uh, Nilir Rilbon, one of the current worshippers of a certain deity that will be mentioned later on in the campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> He's the important. The important, kind of big deal. Kind of big deal. Um, but Nilir is potentially going to act as a ringleader of sorts to the group and kind of help guide them along their path. Because if you don't have structure, then you can't really focus on anything to accomplish. So I'll play him off as maybe a bit of a, a class president of sorts or something of that nature. Jared. Gonna be party dad. Jessica's here too, we just make it life harder for everybody. <laughs> Jessica's always here. Jessica's always here. It's like she lives here or something. Mm-hmm. Almost like she lives here or something. Good job, Jessica. Anyway, we hope you enjoy the show. You approach a small alchemy corner shop. The shop sign reads, Refreshing Reagents and Tinctures. I think that's how you say it. You've passed by a few times in patrols leading through the fire district, but you've never gone in. Uh, until today, no one has ever called for the guards to come investigate, uh, and the cracks in the windows and the door hanging off its frame says just about everything. Has anyone mentioned that Nilkir is a guard yet? Because I feel like that could be relevant information. Well, I guess you have. <laughs> <laughs> so helpful, y'all. Uh, you carefully push the broken door out of the way, uh, stepping into a cloud of dust and strange smells. Your co- cohort of the day, a human woman named Granis, coughs and waves the dust out of her face as she follows behind you. What happened in here? Well, I do hope that we at least find out what's happening. Or what happened, rather. Stepping out from behind the debris-covered front desk is a human. They brush off their shirt before looking your way. Good afternoon, folks. Everything is under control. I promise. Nothing. Sorry to have bothered you. You must be very busy. Grannis looks around the room with you. A lady across the street directed us here. Said someone ran out with a crate. You sure you have everything under control? Naturally. Just some theft. I'm sure you see it all the time. No harm to... Man clutches his arm the sleeve of which slowly begins to turn red. Oh. Spirit spit, are you hurt? Granis reaches for her healing, her healing potion. No, 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 I'm, I'm fine. Any scratches, I promise, I am more than able to fix. <laughs> His nervous laugh leaves you, well, nervous. <laughs> Something seems off. Do you leave the shopkeep to his own devices, or speak to him? We'll talk to him. Okay. Uh, you, it's okay, we can help you, that's part of why we're here. It's not just finding out what happened, but also to make sure that you're alright. Oh, really, I'm just fine. Uh, Let me just get one of these, uh, gotta look for the blue ones. Here's, see, blue ones. He he pops the cork and and, uh, pulls his sleeve back, which, uh, looks like it's actually more like, uh, the skin broke because there was a bludgeoning weapon that hit it. 
Ouch. Uh, he very gingerly pulls back the sleeve and starts to pour uh, the and, and starts to pour the potion onto it, which uh, it slowly starts to kind of like fizzle and uh, and see and pull and knit itself back together. Okay. See, <laughs> good as Neil. No harm done. Um, <clears throat> now I'm sure you've got much more important things to do than check up on me. Is this the first uh, robbery that you've had here at your store before? Um. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe is not yes or no. Uh, yes. I'm. I'm. No. Everything's fine, as you can see. <laughs> Everything's great. Uh, no, you know, this, this is the first time. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it'll blow over. What, what <laughs> he looks is... around to realize, like, what did I just say? <laughs> what Gren is Grenis behind you kind of folds her arms and look, gives you a funny look. Yeah. Uh, what exactly was stolen? Uh, well, you know... Uh, make me a communication persuasion test. Okay. Assuming that's how you'd like to go about this. Yeah, we're going to try you and... Can, be... uh, you have a couple of options for how you'd like to approach it, but communication persuasion, yeah, being... I assume, is the one we'll go for. Ooh. Um, roll doubles. Nice. So, it's a total of 12, including my communication. But okay. I rolled 5. All right. Let's see. Uh, a twelve looks like he was about to say something, but uh, it's well, uh, you know. Uh, Grannis is going to roll to assist you. Okay. She has a communication of one. Yes, I believe. She got a ten, which is not quite enough to assist. Mm -hmm. Uh, she kind of kind of peeks around your shoulder. Are you sure everything's fine? Hunky dory, fantastic. That was nothing, I promise. Uh huh. Uh, you can of course try again if you like. Yeah, it's like you you seem awful insistent on telling us that everything is okay, but something was stolen, and most people wouldn't be so calm to just. Act like it's no problem. Well, I'm not like most people, I suppose. Literally, no one actually okay. Let's be real here. That's a 13. A 13 is enough. What was your spirit die result? It was a f five. Five. I think it was a five again. Very nice. He, uh, the shopkeep, uh, Gilly looks at you, thinks for a moment, takes a moment to peek outside of the the front door of his shop, and uh, comes back in. I'm just, I'm no one special. I mean, I'm just someone who works in the fire district. There's not a lot of alchemy shops around here. Uh, they they took some of my new enhancement potions, strength salves, uh, dark vision drafts, water breathing potions. Nothing harmful, but a little expensive. Maybe they're going to sell them. What did he look like? Oh, uh, human, uh, dark hair, not very tall, uh, carrying a mace. I don't think it was peace bonded well, maybe even a false bond. And Grannis looks at you. You guys both know right away that that's pretty illegal. Did you recognize them at all by chance? <sighs> I... 
And what time did this all happen? It was just a few minutes ago. Pretty and bold to do it during daylight hours. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty quiet time, moment of the day, I guess. A lot of folks at work. I do know him. Not his name. He's... But you've seen him before. I'm sorry. You can tell us. We're here to help. He's part of a gang that's harassing me. For my, uh, for my, un... My stock. Probably using them to enhance his fellow thugs or whatever. Something like that. Which one? Um... He doesn't look like he's ready to give that one up. Uh, <clears throat> you can make another make another communication persuasion test. It's not like we're going to tell them that you told us, but I need to know that if they're doing something else, that certain actions could be tied together. Grannis is going to attempt to assist you. All right, not bad. Uh, that is going to be a twelve. A 12. Uh, she is going to uh, get a 13, okay. which is enough. She'll give you plus 3. Uh, what was your spirit die result? 3. 3. Okay. We'll add a little bit. They're called the long arms. It's... Uh, I'd never heard of them until a few months ago. Uh, when they first came to me, but whoever they are, they're dangerous. Did they have any kind of um, symbol or iconography on them at all, or was it just in regular clothing or anything like that? They they're pretty <clears throat> secretive. They they're working with regular just regular clothes. Okay. Sometimes wearing cloaks. Very mysterious. But no identifying symbol. Not particularly. A lot of them like to use morning. A lot of them like to use maces and morning stars, though. Hmm. Or at least the few times that I've seen them around, they actually do that. They're very secretive. They usually only speak through letters that they that I find on my doorstep, but sometimes they come to us, come to me personally if they want something special or to threaten me. How did you start interacting with them? Did they come to you? I'm... They did come to me. They're buying unfiltered healing potions from me. He kind of winces after he says it. Uh, I, had, I didn't want to. They said they were going to hurt me if I didn't. I didn't have a choice. You don't know what they're like. Uh, you... Let's see, moose ears. You know that... Uh, unfil that improperly filtered potions can be poisonous. Uh, technically, that's an illegal substance. Ah, uh, huh. I'll clean that up. <laughs> Granis, prior to coming, did you pull up any records about this store? Did you, um, do we know of any other incidents that may have happened here at the store, regardless of nature? Um, <clears throat> well, we were, it's, well, uh, I didn't really have a lot of time. Okay, that's fine. I suppose we could stop by HQ. We can, we can investigate later. Mm-hmm. So your interactions with these long arms has been more recent. Yeah. Have you done anything else like this previously? No. 
No, 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 just this. Huh. You can make a perception empathy test if you're unsure, or a communication investigation test. I'll try investigation, just to okay. see if I can get a little more... That's a 14. Okay. What was your spirit die result? Uh, four. Four? Okay. That seemed pretty sincere to you. Okay. And you said it's been a few weeks since you've started interacting with them? Yeah. Well, a few months. A few months. Oh, a few months. They don't buy from me very commonly. So, uh, if you... So, did you not... For them to take something from you, if you've been in communication, that seems like you've lost interest in pursuing more interactions, more deals, and they just took something because you didn't honor a bargain. I want out. I don't want to work with these people anymore. They're too dangerous. Even if I give them everything I want, I'm still not sure that that means that they're not going to hurt me. Do you have any correspondence with them that we could see? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, he actually, he gets real close to you, uh, probably to make sure that Granite, that at least only one of you hears. Mm -hmm. um, he says, uh, I, I know what the penalty for this is, and, and I'm not going to run from it. But I could lose my shop, and this is all I've got. Is there... If I, if I help you, can you, can you help me? Uh, you know that uh, as the real bond guard, you guys are the law. You have... Technically, it's, I mean... Uh, let's see, the ascendancy, the one who established it would very much want the the law to speak for itself, I'm sure. Um, but uh, you are given a little bit of freedom in how you interpret the law. Mm -hmm. So to make up for like strange circumstances, people who just people who just get unlucky, right? Um, I mean, you're cooperating with me so far, which greatly helps and you've informed us of a potential threat that could become more severe if not addressed sooner than later mm -hmm. yeah uh pending any further investigation on any uh other reports about your shop i want to help you as much as i can there's still going to be some kind of punishment i just can't say what that might be but i would certainly think that it wouldn't be the loss of your shop given that you've pretty easily and willingly shared information with us. You, so, seem, like, you seem like good folks. We try. <clears throat> so, he... I certainly hope that you won't end up losing <clears throat> the shop. And I would present yes. that, these points as, like, reasons that you're, you care. This wouldn't have... Them robbing you wouldn't have happened unless you also had realized this is not what should be happening. He smiles and he nods at you, uh, and he goes and he says, "Just one second. Uh, and he goes into one of the back rooms and he comes out with uh, a piece of parchment. 
And he says, uh, they usually ask me to burn things when I'm finished. Let's see, when I'm finished reading the letters. But uh, this one had a fairly large demand on it, and I couldn't quite remember all the numbers, so I didn't burn it right away and mm-hmm. forgot to do it. And I'm just thanking, let's see, thanking the elements that they didn't find it back here when they decided to come in and trash the shop. That could have been more problematic if they knew that you hadn't uh, destroyed this. If they did, yeah. So, um, here. I I hope it helps. I imagine it's just a shopping list. Or it's like a... Supplies, like, hey, I want this and this. Yes. Uh, it is a shopping list. Let's see. Uh, and he'll share with you a couple extra details. Um, and as you guys step out out of the shop, uh, and hear more things fall off, <laughs> more things fall to pieces. It happens. Uh, Grannis says, "Well, how'd it go?" They're cooperating so far, and we now know of a new organization operating with questionable intent. This sounds pretty big. We should probably get on it. Uh, yeah. I don't suppose you've heard anything about something called the Long Arms, have you? No, that's news to me. Hmm. Well, hopefully that's still a small gig. I, uh... <clears throat> the guy's not as quiet as he likes to think he is. But I heard I heard what you were ta- you, what you were doing. I think he handled that pretty well. Um, just... Don't read too much into this. She points at you. I'm glad to be working with someone who cares about the people they're serving. So, lead the way, partner. Okay. Actually, and did the, did you give the shop owner a name? His uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, no one really asked, but you know that his name is Albel. Okay. Um, do you also live <coughs> here in the shop, or is the shop separate from your personal residence? I live upstairs. Okay. Do you feel safe staying here? Mm, not particularly, no. <sighs> okay. Could I... Is protection something that the Robun Guard could do for me? I think the best thing for now is... Um, going to one of the churches. And Nalir will give him a small note. Basically something he had pre-written just in case. As okay. he usually would for a lot of... Um, investigations they go on. Okay. Just stayed into the church. Hey, they need a place temporarily. Mm-hmm. So like forty-eight hours just to give them time like away a, from like a witness protection. A temporary, yeah, a temporary witness protection. Just like hey, a little help is needed. Elbow is very grateful. He feels very unsafe, uh, and he'll and see he knows where the nearest uh, he knows where the nearest uh, temple to the arbiters is. He'll present this, and you should have no problems. He thanks you again, and uh, and is off like a shot. (laughs) He's only a little heckin' spooked. That's fair. All right. So, uh, because you handled him with kindness, uh, you earn Grannis' respect. Uh, She has one overflow point to spend in this adventure. Grannis liked that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grannis greatly approves. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need to make a jingle for it later. 
awesome. All right. So, we'll move right along. Albel shared what he when, that when he did get visitors demanding his stocks, uh, his alchemist nose told them they smelled like seawater. Uh, this would make the ports and waterways of the water district a likely place to search. Uh, not only that, but Albel shared a leather that he was told to burn. Uh, had numbers for a large order. Um, Albel thinks that uh, because it also demanded waterproof casings for future payments, uh, thinks that it means that they will be transporting them over water. Uh, and if they want to be secretive, they would want to be close to the water as they could get. So you decide to look into, into warehouses close to the water. So, uh, this next encounter will be using rules from Modern Age, uh, because they're really cool. Call, uh, so basically, it's a skill challenge. Okay. Uh, the modern Age calls it breaching, uh, but we're not breaking into a secure facility yet. <laughs> uh, in this case, it's just... Uh, hitting the streets, uh, talking to people, uh, asking questions, looking for physical clues uh, to find the long arms, uh, the little long arms outpost. So this will work as an advanced test. Okay. Uh, and how an advanced test works is instead of just trying to hit a target number, you're trying to hit a target number and also build up success, which is the number that comes up on the spirit die. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, so when you roll a f when you get a four on the spirit die, you get four success towards the success threshold you need, which mm -hmm. is twenty because God. they are well hidden. Uh, but because of how you handled scene one, uh, Albel gives you guys enough clues that you start your success threshold at seven. Oh, nice! So you only have thirteen more to go. So still a bit of ground to cover. Uh, each test is going to take thirty minutes, mm -hmm. and. Uh, at some point, somebody has to succeed at a communication investigation, and someone has to succeed at a perception searching test. Okay. Or the uh, breaching, or the uh, that's it, or the skill challenge will not uh, conclude. Mm -hmm. uh, and there will be consequences for failing too many tests. Oh. I mean, so. If just you don't see stuff. Right. Exactly. Uh, you'll just have to let me know what it is you guys want to do. Okay. Uh, and you can, of course, roll yourself or Grannis can roll for you. Okay. Grannis feels like they can take your lead. Alright. Um. <coughs> so you guys are wandering the Water District, which is uh, the one closest to the ocean. It has canals that run up and down it. Uh, to help folks deliver cargo further inland, uh, further inland to uh, inland warehouses, uh, and also lots of uh, inroads into the city through uh, aquacy through uh, I don't know if aqueducts is the right word to use because people are actually going down and people are actually like moving channels. up and down these. Yeah, people canals that go through the the city proper. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just this is where most of them are, uh, but the canals are also so that people like Murfolk and uh, water-based uh, beast folk can come and go easily. Mm -hmm. So, you guys go ahead and start in the water district, because you've already narrowed it down to which district of the city they're probably in. So, uh, you can do communication investigation to interview people, uh, perception searching to actually look and see if they left a trail. Um, 
And honestly, just about anything else that you want to try. Now, at this time, kind of can a... Grannis and I both be making separate checks, or is it just one one person? You, you can make separate checks, or you can try to aid each other. Okay. I think and that... if you'd like a list of the focuses that you can roll on. Oh, for doubles and stuff? Or is this... That's just the kinds oh, of tests okay, that you can make. Got it. I think that I will be asking people, and I'll ask Grannis to look around, and they might catch something that I don't. Okay. Sounds good. So I'll start and just kind of start asking people around and just seeing if I can <coughs> get, get any details. Mm -hmm. That's a 13 for me. 13 is good. That was a communication investigation? Uh, yes. All right. That actually, let's see, that is one of your required tests. Yeah. Uh, what was your spirit die result? Five. Five. All right. You guys are up to a 12. Uh, an older cat folk with long, curling white whiskers nods. Seen some punk with a mace carry a crate to the water district. They seem pretty high and mighty. I thought they was just having a good day. I would have called you kind folks if I knew they was stealing that box. The thought is appreciated. <laughs> Do you happen to see a little more like which direction they were going? Or they went down that way, I think. Took a left, and then I couldn't see them anymore. Well, thank you for your help. Um, Granis, have you seen anything yet? Has anything caught your eye that I haven't? Go ahead and roll her a perception searching test. Mm. Let's see here. So since uh, Granis has the focus, that means they get a plus two. She gets a plus two. They rolled okay. Um, twelve. 12 is enough to make uh, some progress. It was not enough for the required ability focus. Okay. Uh, what was your spirit die result? Two. Two. Okay. That brings you guys to a 14. That's good. Uh, <clears throat> she found a discarded bottle with a wax seal of a smiling face surrounded by more bottles, uh, which matches the logo of the refreshing reagents and tinctures. Oh. Uh, the bottle is empty, and it smells like mint. The contents look like they have already been imbibed. Uh, you're not sure what the potion's effects were, but it's likely that the thief already drank it, and Granis hopes that this does not make apprehending them too difficult now. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I would ask around some more after, you know, go the direction we were given, mm -hmm. try and ask someone else, and then Granis okay. would also look. Sounds good. So, now that we have a description of an individual and a crate, mm -hmm. which I imagine probably has some kind of insignia on it too. Mm -hmm. Kind of mention that to the next person that might look like they have some kind of storefront here or is near a ship. Okay. Sounds fair. Thirteen with a three on the spirit die for me. Nice. Uh, that is enough. You find uh, a towering orc woman who is leaving her factory job. Uh, yeah, I saw the runt. Looked human. Kind of scrawny. Needed meat on him. Funny thing. I saw him drink something and then toss the bottle. He didn't look so scrawny afterwards. Hmm. You know where he got that kind of potion? My husband might appreciate it. Uh, anyway, the kid <laughs> went to the docks with a crate of more bottles. I think I saw him turn on Reef Street. Well, thank you for your time. Yeah, hey, you're welcome. Anything for the guard. And we'll go ahead and have Grannis do some more searching. So that was a two you got? Yes. Okay. Or, or what was three. your spirit die result? That was a three. That was a three. Okay. Yeah, so you guys are up to 17. Okay. 
So Granus will continue looking <coughs> as we are directed down towards another street. Excellent. Ooh. Thirteen with a three on the spirit die. Thirteen succeeds, and you guys are up to seventeen. And she hit a three on that spirit die? Mm-hmm. Yes. You guys hit that twenty. Uh, she finds the remains of a crate drifting down a canal towards the ocean. Uh, the crate is full of straw, but no potions. Oh, okay. It wasn't uh, moving so fast that we couldn't grab it. No. It got, it got stuck around a corner. Uh, however, you could probably follow that canal to narrow your, narrow your search. We will do that. And, like, how large would we say this crate is? Or how many, po- how many potions you, do we think it could have held? Uh, you would think that it probably could have held about a dozen bottles. Oh, so a good size. It's a fair size. Okay. Definitely takes two hands. Yes, definitely right. takes two hands. So we'll kind of continue down mm-hmm. away, I guess. Yes. Um, uh, you guys take a look around, and uh, let's see. You guys take a look at the warehouses that are specifically on, let's say, next to that canal. And uh, you guys go down the numbers that like start and say like start at uh, eleven and go through about thirty. <laughs> You've got a ways to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you uh, Granis points out that warehouse fifteen has a large notice posted on its front door, warning of late fees for a renter using the place. Uh, and judging by the date, it was posted yesterday, but. Uh, Granis mentions that other notices posted on nearby spaces were posted were all posted last week, uh, like the same date. Huh. Uh, they should have been posted together. Seems rather odd that it's separate. She she suggests uh, asking the local warehouse director. They will go and inquire. Uh, you guys find the office and uh, sitting on uh, several stacked books is a halfling uh, who claims that. No one's using Warehouse 15. Where'd you guys get that idea? Well, it has a, a notice of a late payment that doesn't match others that should have been posted. No one's paying for that thing. Huh. Hmm. Did you see Did you see when it was posted? Uh, uh, yes, it had a different date from all the other warehouses near it. I think They're it all was... Goals. I think it was yesterday. Yesterday? I did that, like, five days ago. Obviously, something here is up. Um, I guess if you want to look inside, you can be my guest. There's probably nothing in it, but, you know, it helps the guard. Uh, he'll go across... Let's see, he, uh... <clears throat> kicks this little stool... He hops on this little stool with these wheels on it, and then <laughs> glides over to the, this wall and pulls a key off the wall, uh, off a little hook. Rolls back over to you guys and hands you this key. Uh, with a 15 on it. Mm. You have obtained key to warehouse 15. <laughs> we'll make sure to return the key. Thank you. Thank you. Alright. Should we get some backup before going in? I think there's a guard station nearby. We might be able to grab somebody. Maybe a couple people. It probably wouldn't hurt just to be safe. Um, go go grab someone, and I'll open the door and at least poke my head inside. But I won't do 
much okay. until you get back. Be careful. I will. She will jog off. Uh, jog off. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, no. What have I done? She good. will abscond <laughs> to, the guard, to the guard post. Um, if you'd like to take a look at that. Uh, let's see. Standing outside that warehouse 15. Uh, which is this warehouse right here. Okay. You hear the canals are nice and noisy. I'm gonna take a picture so folks can see what's going on. Alright. Where's my place? Warehouse 15 seems quiet. Flanked by two canals, it has plenty of access to the water and three entrances to accommodate loading cargo into vehicles both land and sea bound. There's a noted posted, put noted posted, notice posted <laughs> uh, on the pair of double doors for large cargo, which is the doors that you're facing. Uh, you don't see anyone working in or around the warehouse. What would you like to do? Um, I'm gonna just use the key and start entering because it doesn't seem like I'm not having any thought at the moment. Fair enough. Uh, you try the key. It doesn't work. Try jiggling the key a little bit. <laughs> you jimmy the lock. And unfortunately, Jimmy ain't here. <sighs> uh, make me an intelligence evaluation test. Oh my. 6. 6. Okay. Yeah. Stupid lock. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I have the key. Why isn't this working? Exactly. Well, uh... <laughs> <We're just laughs> <trying to get laughs> Does this door have more than one keyhole or something? Uh, nope. Just okay. one. Alright. Um... I guess I will... Just try to force the door open. Okay. Are there any other doors from this side of the building? From this side of the building you don't see any. Okay. Uh, and from this side of the building you don't see any windows either. Okay. Hmm. Trying to meta looking at that because I don't know anything. <laughs> gotcha. Fair um, enough. So, yeah, I guess for now, I would probably just try to open the door. All right. You can give it a shove, if you like, for a strength might test. Strength might. It's only an eight. All right. You give it a nice shove, and unfortunately, it stays strong. You wonder if this door is new. Could be. Uh, you can certainly try again. Yeah, I'll give it one more shot, see what happens. Put a little more oomph into it. That's good. That's better. Um, uh, Fifteen. With one more shove, uh, the door comes down. The door, let's see, the double doors swing open. And now you can see inside. I imagine there's probably some lighting. It's not, like, super dark or anything. Uh, it's not super dark. There's some, uh, kind of smoke, there's some skylights that let a little bit of light in. But oh, okay. it looks, looks pretty dim in the inside. Dim lighting, okay. 
Uh, the but it's not, it's not like looking into something pitch black. No. Okay, no. you can see. Just do. You can see uh, while you are inside, you will just get a minus one penalty to perception searching or seeing tests. Uh, unless you have dark vision. Yeah. Not this time. Mm-hmm. It's just poorly lit. It looks like there are, uh, let's see, if, actually from where you're standing, you can see that there is a window across uh, across the building, uh, but it looks like it actually has been, like, boarded across to make it part of the wall. Oh. So, the only light that comes in comes from some skylights, dirty skylights. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll poke my head and just start looking around. Okay. Um, see if I can't... Well, I guess I'll see if I can't hear. I'll try and listen for any other sounds. Right. So I'll be like just right in the, like, you know, first like step into the building itself. And that would be perception hearing. Mm-hmm. Now, got a 10. A 10. Pretty average. Uh, Ten is pretty average. You don't, you know, actually, you specifically don't hear much except the sounds that are coming from the door that you just opened. Uh-huh. The bustle of the docks and canals hushes inside this warehouse. Crates, <clears throat> barrels, chests, a large, thin rug, and a few comforts for laborers are all that furnish this warehouse. A bit of dust hangs in the air, and the room smells like an alchemical cleaner. Hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and pull out a weapon. Okay. Given the circumstances. What'd you pull out? Glaive. 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 So it is. I'll down for that. It is out and uh, ready for use. You're pulling it out of the glaive sheet. Glaive <laughs> sheet. <laughs> I mean, we could go with a. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Slice. Here, you know what? I got something a little uh, more understated. That works. There you go. I like that. All right, so you are you have your glaive with you. Um, you don't see anything right away. Um, it is I also dark. Don't hear anything right away? You don't, you don't really hear anything either. But it is. Uh, <laughs> hi, BB. Are you trying to eat my GM screen? Uh, it is dark. Uh, there's not a lot of movement. Uh, is there anywhere in particular you'd like to search first, or? Hmm. I guess, from what I can see, I would probably move over towards what looks like um, some piles of barrels, mm -hmm. some stacks of barrels. Yes. And maybe first try and see if I just notice anything, even though okay. it is dim, and then also try to listen, so I guess I do perception seeing first, okay. and then follow it with a perception hearing. Uh, or, since you're examining some stuff, make it a perception of... searching test. Okay. Since we are searching the area. Uh, it's a ten. A ten. Okay. Uh, you and so you're searching the barrels and that empty chest there. You uh, find that all of these containers, these containers here, are empty. Oh, just not being used. They are mm -hmm. unremarkable. Okay. Uh, what would you like to search next? Uh, I'll check out a table near the door since that's not too far and still okay. kind of illuminated. See if there might be anything on it, or maybe some kind of notes or documents. Sounds good. If it has anything, so we'll try another search. There's another ten. All right, that's enough. Uh, you actually find a find a wide envelope that's sitting on one of the seats that was kind of like pushed in. Oh. 
Uh, it's it's kind of like uh, one of those Manila envelopes that you just like put packets of papers in. Mm. Give me that BB. BB is our beloved co-podcaster. Uh, would you like to look inside it? Yes, I will look it inside. Does not look like it's sealed. Uh, inside the envelope are several copies of the notice uh, from the warehouse director with dates in the future printed on them. Oh. Um, you actually on that shatter on that broken door, you can grab the no- you can pull up the notice that was on the door, uh, and they are almost identical. Hmm. Like they came off the same printer. Yes. Well, I'll store that away for now. Okay. Um, let's see here. Hmm. You found a clue. <laughs> well, uh, Granis isn't back yet, so I'll continue looking, trying to stray too far from the door. Okay. Um... Would I be able to see other larger items like other doorways from here, given lighting, uh, or probably from not? From where you're standing, you can see this other door. Okay, uh, so I can see something like a door. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you can see that. So I'd probably move over and try and investigate just around it and, like, just general immediate surroundings. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make me a perception search. Oh, that's much better. Roll doubles. Total of 13 with a 5 on the spirit die. Nice. Uh, you uh, find that the door is dead bolted from this side. I will. The dwarven technology. <laughs> Putting a big block in between the door opening and the door not opening. Madness. Madness, right. You can unlock the door from the inside. So you guys can go out that way now. Okay. Do I notice anything else? Uh, you notice that those crates next to the door are like sealed with nails, not with locks. Oh, like they're going to be transported. Mm-hmm. All those other boxes that you looked in were empty, though, but they weren't sealed. Hmm. Hi, BB. <laughs> well, Granite still isn't here yet. Would you like to wait for her for a while or continue the investigation? I'm going to continue looking. Okay. Um, I think I'll move a little more towards another, what looks like another cargo chest. Okay. And see if it's also nailed shut like the first one. That one is also nailed shut. Are there any kinds of... Uh, symbols or maker marks on them of anything like that. They're just they crates. are there. It looks like they might have actually had one on it before, but it's been scratched off. Oh. Given the circumstances, actually, before I do anything else, okay. Uh, I'm gonna just try and search surroundings again and see if I'm not alone in the building. Okay. Because I very well could be. I could not be. I don't know. So we'll do another search with the intent of trying to find other uh, individuals. Okay. Nope. <laughs> What'd you get? I rolled doubles. I got four with the Ooh. one on the spirit time. Ooh. I don't All think right. I see anyone. No, you don't find much. They could be standing perfectly still. 
or not. Or not. <laughs> yeah. You take a look around. Uh, those skylights are awfully dirty. Someone yeah. should be I mean, cleaning it. It's dim lighting. Mm-hmm. But because other items have been stolen from someone and they were also illegal substances, I think that I'm going to try and open one because there could be more illegal substances. There very well. Or could just be. stolen property. Okay. So I'm going to try and open one up forcibly. Sounds good. Make me a strength might test. I thought I had strength might, but whatever. Just nice and beefy. Ooh, wow. Uh, 17 with doubles. <laughs> it's like Kratos opening a chest in the front of war games. <laughs> Tap the circle button to investigate this further. Uh, you pry it open with my bare hands. Let's see with your bare hands. <laughs> All right. Uh, it comes up, and inside you find something that is awfully shaped like a body. Oh. Uh, it's let's see. Actually, as soon as you get it open, you are hit by a bit of a smell. Uh, not a rotting smell. It's actually, uh, you actually, that alchemical cleaner smell that you had, uh, earlier, uh, is very strong when you open the box. Oh. Uh, you, it looks like that the, uh, the wraps that this body is wrapped in, uh, are soaked in alchemical, in this alchemical cleaner. Uh, you also smell a little bit of what's, what you think might be embalming fluid. Uh, okay. Or um, let's say, or preservatives keeping the body uh, right from, from decomposing. Mm-hmm. Oh, charming. Uh, great. Uh, is there anything else in the crate? Is there like any kind of? It's just it's just a body that's been wrapped uh, and preserved. It's a body that has been wrapped and preserved, uh, sitting on a bed of straw. And I don't see any kind of like. Uh, there's no little note or any kind of envelope. Nothing. Okay. Nope. I'm gonna go ahead and put the. Cover back on. Cover back on, and I'll go check the other. Now it's like this could be another body. All right. It's just like make me a strength might test. <coughs> Ooh, <laughs> same thing. You going again? <laughs> Double with a six on the spirit die. Did it with one hand? <laughs> <laughs> well, is it another body? It is another body. Uh, same uh, setup in those two crate in those two red crates there. Uh huh. But it's also pretty unremarkable inside. It's just preserved, wrapped. It is There's preserved, no... preserved, and uh, let's see, preserved body that has had its scent masked. Okay. Um, I imagine the entire body is covered, so you can't see any distinguishing features of said body, unless you take the wrappings off. I'm probably not doing that right now. Fair enough. I'm gonna go ahead and put the lid back on that one too. Okay. And then wonder where the hell Granis is. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to wait for a while, you can. How much time has passed? Uh, it's been about ten minutes. Ten minutes. She should be back soon. I'm gonna do... I'm I'm curious now, just given what's here. So I'm gonna move a little deeper into a portion of the building I haven't gone to yet. I'm going to do another searching test just to see. Because now it's like, what is going on? Mm -hmm. Stolen cargo, uh, preserved bodies, fake notice. A little confused as to what's actually going on here. That's fair. Another ten. Another ten. I'm only good at opening things. <laughs> uh, well, that is actually enough to take to just to take a look around. Um, you find that uh, 
This this chest is also nailed shut. Uh, that crate over here is empty. Okay. Um, actually, something I want to do. Mm -hmm. I unlocked this door. Okay. But I'm going to go back and open it so as to allow a little more lighting. Okay. Don't know if it'll help overall. It will eliminate the penalty on that side of the building. Okay, that works. Good to know, but I want it to be open. Mm -hmm. There is a door on the far side there that you can see past this crate. Go and open that door first. Okay. Uh, you slide open the deadbolt. And I'll open that door. Okay. Uh, there are no longer low-light penalties in cool. the building. So I'm going to do another searching test just to see if there couldn't be someone hiding in the immediate vicinity because getting a little paranoid. Fair enough. That's a much better roll with doubles. What's your total? Uh, 13 with a 4 on the spirit die. Ooh, all right. I might have a bit of stuff for you. <gasps> some stuff. Yes, you got some stuff. I love stuff. Uh, you find uh, a couple of things, actually. What do I find uh, with my human eyes? With your, with your human eyes see uh, that... Uh, I'm assuming yeah, that you're around this side of the building. Yes. Uh, you notice that there are scratch marks along the ground next to that crate, as if it gets dragged around a lot. Huh, okay. Uh, with a four on the spirit die, you notice that the light dust on the floor in the room is clear... Uh, in a path towards this, to and from this crate. Oh. Uh, and your spirit die total was a four. Yes. Okay. Then that. Let's see. Then uh, because you got a thirteen. Uh, you also notice as you're examining this crate that there is a slight glow coming from underneath the rug. Under the rug. Mm-hmm. That this rug here. Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> would you like to investigate? Before I investigate those, I'm okay. going to check out the chests behind me. Okay. This one back here or yep. this one uh, over here? These two nearest me? Is that a crate or a chest too? That, that crate is empty. Oh, that's uh, empty. That chest is nailed shut. Okay. I will try and open that one. Okay. That one is a 15. That does it. Pull that one open. There's another body in that one as well. Oh, uh, close that back. Real that quick. one, that one's kind of that one. The other two are kind of like they're like laying down. This one is kind of uh, like fetal position to fit inside the chest. And I'm assuming it's like the others. There's no kind of it's note or anything inside. No note. No mentioning of where it's coming or going, or, or even if it is coming or going, or if it's. <gasps> I opened it. Oh, no, thank you. Yep, I'm gonna close that and go check the other chest. Now that I feel. At this point, because nothing else has happened, I feel safe to think that I am alone in the building. Okay. So far. So I'll go right. back and I'll check this last chest and try to open it. Is it a chest or is it another... That one is a chest. Okay. Sorry for you folks who can't see at home, but I made a cool map. I, <laughs> I, I took a picture. It is a cool map. I will share it with you folks. Uh, 14. A 14 uh, for the strength check to pull it open. The strength or the, might. Okay. To open the other. Uh, strength might pulls that chest open. Uh, that chest is empty. Okay. Uh, now I'll go to the rug and investigate because there's okay. a glow under it. All right. Uh, you take a slight look underneath the rug and you can see that there is uh, a pattern drawn on the floor. Oh. dramatic effect <laughs> the reveal uh, 
It looks like there is some kind of glyph that has been etched, uh, actually on the underside of the rug. On the underside of the rug. Mm, but it's not, not on the floor. Inside. Not on the floor. It's under the. It's under the rug itself. Oh, it was etched into the rug. Or mm-hmm. Sewn into the rug. Uh, but it looks like it's kind of like a glyph that goes uh, completely under the rug. And as a matter of fact, uh, I did this so I could reveal it to you. Uh huh. Oh. It was something like that. Okay. I imagine I probably can't read it. Let's see. Uh, you probably cannot, uh, unless you are a mage who happens to know the spell Arcane Abatement. Nope. I am indeed not. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, so unfortunately, you probably you and Grannis probably do not have the skill set to understand what it does or how it, it's triggered. It appears to be magical in nature. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, your perception searching test, however, will reveal that, uh, that that a little bit of the rug is snagged under this heavy crate. Oh, well, it, based on what I was able to determine earlier, it seems like it's safe to move said crate. Mm-hmm. So I will do that. Okay. Make me a strength mic test. Uh, Come back here, you. And you can, uh, with your perception searching test, you will know how to move the crate so it does not jostle the rug. There we go. Doubles with a two on the spirit die. Um, It's going to be a 12. A 12 is enough to pull the crate out of the way to reveal a trap door. Oh. Still very proud of this. <laughs> I had a lot of fun making this little map. I make sure that everyone knows about it. We can always take pictures of it after you We're going to be moving stuff around. Okay. Um, uh, about this time is when you hear uh, some heavy boots heading your way. Uh, two people walk into the front door. Um, one of them is Granis. Okay. Uh, and the other is, uh, let's see, a nice, big, muscly half-orc. Uh, let's see with t- let's see with with tussled hair. Uh, still got the let's see he's got the oh goodness the real bond, um, real bond guard heavy leathers on. Okay. Uh, he comes in and uh, hey, I hear <laughs> that you are the manager of this operation here. Uh, yes. He was the only one we had at the moment. You make that sound like I'm the like I'm the it's like I'm the last like I'm the leftovers or something. My name's Gale. Nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, Neil. Here, uh, he comes over and gives you a very firm handshake. Uh huh. Returned. Uh, so you didn't tell me your partner was so cute. Uh, she see she immediately blushes. <laughs> I think Nilir will be just a little bit too, just like, oh. <laughs> oh, my stars. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Hello. Ooh. <laughs> um, Incidentally, uh, which one of you is single and ready to mingle? We're on the clock right now. All right, fair enough. Talk to me later. <laughs> so, what's the situation? Well, uh... <laughs> Grass <is> like... <clears throat> <laughs> <sighs> uh... Apart from us, the building seems empty unless there are individuals down this trap door. Ooh, exciting. Uh, two of these crates are open and left open. The others are closed for a reason. And what's that reason? Granis asks. Preserved human bodies. They both perk up when they hear that. What did you say? Oh, goodness. Just, just that. 
I don't know if mm. there are any individuals downstairs or where this leads. So on that note, very cautiously trying to open the trap door, not sure if it's going to make a bunch of noise or not. I mean, it might. Mm. I may have been able to do this completely without alerting anyone downstairs, depending on how it works or, you know, how far down this trap door goes. It's hard to say. So you really got things under control, don't you? I certainly like to think that I do for the time being. Glad to hear it. I like a guy who's in control. I'm glad you like him. <laughs> I was very excited to show Gail. Good. So, Incidentally, all these people's last name is Rilbon. That is uh, a thing about the Rilbon Guard. It is part of the requirement when serving both in the church and the guard. Mm -hmm. It is a. They require your. They do, actually, as a, a measure of protection given what happened to the original Arbiters and what they encountered. Good point. So not everyone can enlist. Smirt. Smirt. But yeah, it is a... For those uh, listening at home, it is a way as to protect their true name. I like it. All right. Uh, here. And, of course, we'll use... Yeah, I can just use both of those for... This one as Grannis, mm -hmm. uh, and this one as Gale. Awesome. So yeah, we'll try and open the trap door. Hopefully it doesn't make a lot of noise. Mm -hmm. Grannis and Gale have rejoined the party. <laughs> Hang on, louder one. I like it. Very good. Alright, uh, you managed to get out of the way. You don't set off the glyph, which means that you will skip the first encounter. The good. first fight. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Unless, you know, you want to set off the glyph and oh. see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm also going to imagine that Gale doesn't know much in the way of magic. Uh, and see, Gale will admit that he is capable of a little bit of magic, but it's, but uh, not the kind of magic that you probably need here. Uh, if he is uh, knowledgeable at all on magic, maybe he can tell us about the glyph? Hmm... Uh, he will make, uh, let's see, well, this is an intelligence arcane lore required test to oh. understand this. Uh, well, you know, let's not make it required. Uh, I don't think his intelligence is particularly exciting, though. I don't have a little card for Gale. Oh, that is a good point. I have a little card for Gale. Oh, perfect. Uh, and he has an intelligence score. All right. You can yeah. give it a roll if yeah, you like. Yeah, we'll try it. He might. No. All right. Six, seven... Alright, yeah. I got nothing for you. It's appreciated all the same, but we know enough not to disturb it. There. So, once we lift the trap door, is there more lighting? Like, at all? Uh, once you lift, lift the trap door, uh, there is no light coming out of the trap door. Oh. Uh, it is pitch black down there. There are no light sources. Okay. Anyone got a light? Uh, I imagine, let me see what I have here. Because I can see, but uh, I think you humans are going to be in a, a bit of hensy and a bit of a bind. We will need a torch or two. Hmm. Unless you have a way of procuring a light source. Why don't we use that glowy rug over there? I'm just kidding. Uh, it's probably going to glow a lot less once we pull it up. <laughs> or maybe it glows a lot more for all we know. Maybe it'll glow really big. And, you know, blow up the warehouse. Let's not do that. Let's not. Yes, let's please not. I will go get us some torches. 
Right. Actually, just quick look. Are there any in here? There aren't. Okay. I figure that might be a common enough item that it could, but mm-hmm. we can go get some torches from a nearby. Uh, these walls are made of wood, so they don't want to... Yeah, that's, that makes sense. <laughs> so, uh, Granis will go and get everyone a torch. Okay. And we'll light them and start going down into the depth. Into the depths. Derps. <laughs> the derps. All right. I'll periodically just see if I can't hear okay. anything that's not just us. And a Gale could look because maybe he might catch something that Grannis and I don't. Okay. So I guess I would have them both doing their respective focus that they're capable of. All right. And I'll just be trying, well, I'll be doing searching with Grannis. Uh, 13 for myself for searching. Grannis is also going to search. And nine. All right. And Gale will do some seeing. <coughs> oh, that's pretty good. Uh, four, is 16. 16. Okay. Uh, Gale's the first to kind of like pat you guys and point at, uh, the the trapdoor goes down straight to a, like a, a hallway cut into the stone. Okay. Oh, I was about to ask if it was uh, like a spiral goes, thing. And somewhere. then it just goes straight. Um, How wide's the hallway? The hallway is not very wide. I imagine one person. You'd be one person across. Okay. I'll uh, also so encourage them to have a weapon out of some sort at this point. They are. They're feeling. They're feeling that vibe. Uh, the dark hallway echoes with dripping sounds. The floors and walls are slick with moisture, and there is no light. Voices echo from down the hallway behind a soggy door outlined with firelight. Not as in it's lit on fire, but like there's a fire lit inside. <laughs> it's a flaming door. <gasps> this door is on fire. <laughs> um, so I guess we'll try and be as quiet as possible. Okay. Make me dexterity <laughs> stealth test. <laughs> dexterity stealth. Well, I'm in the front. I'll go first. <laughs> oh... It's not all ones. Um, I got doubles. All right. The one on the spirit die. <laughs> oh, man. So, that's an eight, because I have a two in dexterity. Their perception. Dreaming. Did about as well as I could, given the circumstances. <laughs> circumstances are that you suck at things. <laughs> What'd you get? Eight. I got a seven. <gasps> <laughs> okay. All right. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> We'll dun, dun, go dun, 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 a little dun. more. Okay. I, I imagine this might. How long is this hallway? Uh, say twenty feet. With a feet? one on the st- on the stunt on the spirit die, you guys don't get quite to the door. That's fair. So <laughs> we'll go a little closer. You, you'll probably have to roll again. And if we can, now that we can you hear talking, right. we'll also try to do some mm-hmm. listening. Okay. But first, that's another stealth uh, dexterity stealth check. Get a little okay. closer. That's better. Only rolled one one this time. Um. A nine. A nine. For me. Uh, All right. (laughs) (laughs) They got an eight. Really? (laughs) What is the deal? I mean, if you're not really trying to They're not really looking for anything. If you're not observant, you're not going to be as good at it. So at this time, we'll just try and listen Uh, and see if we can't pick up any key phrases or something that sounds like a buzzword, perhaps. Okay. 
you hear someone say, uh, Look, I'm sorry, he was late for the payment. This is exactly what the kind of thing that happens to folks who cross the long arms. But you did it in broad daylight. Everyone could have seen it. The guards could already be here looking for us. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Please. No one was following me. Quincy. I was Quincy. I was quick. I was so fast. So fast you couldn't even comprehend how fast I am. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, try and speak well, up let's a see. more. Well, maybe my hall should speak for itself. This is some pretty nice stuff. What does this one do? Uh, you know, we can always drag the alchemist in here and tell and make us tell him, or make him tell us. All right, you guys are at the door. Oh, we're at the door. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna use this one uh, for something else. Is actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, I was gonna ask what your marching order was. Uh, it would have probably been myself, Granis, and then Gale. Let me uh, set out the map for the basement of the warehouse. Boostment. Hello, baby. Let's see if we can get it really close to the mic. We can get some ASMR going. <laughs> you like those sounds of me putting the map packs down on the... <laughs> this is good this is audio. Good radio. Alright, so you guys are... Let's see, there's a double door here. Okay. But uh, we're going to go ahead and say that this one on the left is the actual door. Uh, what's the marching order? Uh, myself, uh, Granis, and then Gale. All right. Gale resists making a coming up from behind joke. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Granis very much appreciates it, even though she doesn't know that it could have happened. Um, right. Uh, they continue kind of chatting. Uh, you can hear like potions being see like potions sloshing around. Um, but uh, what would you like to do? Uh, I mean, really, the only option is to open the door. Would you like to try and do it quietly to catch more information, or would you like to? Yeah, we'll bust try in and, and let them know they're under arrest. We'll. Try and be quiet first. Okay. Fair um, keeping the roll that I just got, it's gonna be a fourteen with doubles of nice. four on the spirit die. Very nice. Yeah, they're not catching that. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. It would be really funny if they caught that one off the others. <laughs> you very quietly push the door open just enough that you can take a peek through. Uh, make me a perception seeing test. That's another decent one. It's a 12. A 12. 12 disease. Alright. Uh, what was your spirit die result? Four. Four. Very nice. Uh, you are able to count that there are... Here we go. From your vantage point, you can see that there are four individuals mm -hmm. in the next room. Okay. Uh, maybe a hint... Uh, and in the back here... A shadowy figure. A shadowy figure. Of course. <laughs> Uh, in the middle of what looks like uh, a ritual circle lit by candles. Oh, that's not fucking ominous. <sighs> Certainly not. Alright. Uh, 
Well, uh, it looks like they are, uh, let's see, they are considering testing the potions to see what they do, but they're unsure if they want to go ahead and drink potions that they don't know, they don't know what the effects are, or if they're going to help, or how long they're going to last. Right, they just don't know what'll happen. Yep. Okay. One of them mentions that they usually get, like, uh, and see, because these are new potions that this guy has made. They've never taken these kinds of potions from them. Oh, they don't recognize them. They don't recognize what each of them do, and this guy, who you hear the name is Kellen, uh, was the one who uh, swiped them, and and it sounds like he jumped the gun and didn't really ask what any of them do, because he was a little high on on power, it sounds like. Mm. Hmm. We can go into this guy's house and take whatever we want. Kind of what, kind of the vibe you're getting from this Kellen kid. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna kick the door open. I mean, it's been slightly open, but just like kick it open and scare the bejesus out of them. I like it. Oop! I don't mean a louder sound than that. All right. Uh, you guys can all see, uh, so, uh, Neil here can scoot into the room a little bit. All right. Uh, the three, and see the four people over there, you can see now that there are two humans, a rat folk, and a fulgan. A fulgan? A fulgan is, oh goodness. If I'm Are they tied to one of the planes or something correct. like that? Correct. If I'm remembering my Latin correctly, I believe that is uh, the lightning-aligned folks. Interesting. Uh, so he's got this he's got this wiry hair that, uh, as he kind of like jumps, like it sparks uh-huh. like a like a, a, a wire that's receiving a live. Uh, it's it's right. got a circuit through it. Uh, they all kind of jump and. Uh, Let's see, and all their hands immediately go to their weapons, uh, which are all bludgeoning instruments. Uh, uh, they're all holding maces. Let's see. Um, in the back, uh, kind of getting up from a kneeling position, is the uh, let's see, is a person, another individual, another individual in a long dark cloak uh, and a gray mask. Let's see, would you because the lighting is really dim, it's hard to see. And it's hard to see really any of them. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, most of them are just kind of silhouetted by the candlelight. Well, even with the torches <laughs> that we also have? Fair point. You can see the people in, in front of you, I guess. Right. Uh, and then the other person is just kind of dimly lit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, you can see that they're very spindly, and they have uh, a gray mask that looks like it has a long smile across the bottom of it. Nick, you don't look very happy. No, about. no, I'm not. <laughs> you're not bringing back any memory. Nope. Out of player knowledge and character right. knowledge are two different things. So, uh, you uh, may have uh, done this in a way that I was not prepared for. Ah. Uh, which I mean is to say is incredibly well. Didn't pay, didn't fail enough tests on the breaching to trigger You did not anticipate the actions. I did not anticipate it to go so well. Uh, I also was completely expecting you to set off that trap. Ah. Uh, if you had gotten a one on that spirit die, I would have said that you accidentally tripped it up, but you rolled a four instead and found it. Okay. Uh, and I was actually expecting you to have your backup with you, who will also be making tests, which increases the chances of someone setting it off. So, well done. Yay. Well done. I was uh, lucky. <laughs> private eye nil here. <laughs> Yeah, right. So I'm going to have to paraphrase all this stuff I wrote out. Uh, 
The hallway opens into another warehouse carved into the dirt and rock. Many crates lie about the room. Some are open and empty, but some are filled with vials and bottles of liquids and powders. You can only guess which ones are dangerous and which ones aren't. Uh, unlike the boxes upstairs, most of these are filled. Oh. Across the room is a warmly lit ritual circle on the ground. Several people in armor and carrying weapons, uh, now that they are, uh, whip around to see you. Uh, menacing silhouettes in the candlelight. Uh, two humans, one with short hair and one with long. Uh, the short-haired one is Kellen. Uh, a rat folk and a fulgan. Uh, all of them look uh, a little worried. Uh, the person in the back says uh, in almost a monotone voice, it seems they have arrived. Uh, they very uh, quietly stand up. They wear a gray mask with a strange smiling face on it. The light is too dim to get any more details. Your carelessness is exposing us, Kellen. I trust you know what we do with those who disappoint us. Uh, Kellen is actually the kid who is... This one right here, mm -hmm. right in the middle of the pack. He kind of subconsciously takes a step away. Uh, his mace out, uh, but takes a step away from the person in the robes. Uh, he grips his weapon tight, uh, and his sweat begins to glint in the candlelight, as do the rest of them, now that the guard is actually here. But I believe you all could make up for this mistake. They all kind of turn to look at them. I think you all know how. And they all kind of wince, as if they were all very much hoping that they wouldn't say that. Yeah. Uh, one of them whispers, what do we do? Do we come, do we go, do we give, do we just give ourselves over? The guard's here, we don't know how many more are coming. Uh, Kellen's like, uh, how many more of you are there? <laughs> don't ask them! <laughs> the person in the gray mask just kind of quietly tilts their head. <laughs> These poor people are, st are sandwiched between two things that they really don't want to deal with. Throw down your weapons, and you can come with us. We're not here to hurt anyone. But you have to answer for what you've done. Kellen. Uh, he kind of he kind of jumps when he hears his name called. I remember that you told me you hate, hate the guard. Um, yeah. Do you remember why? Kellen, uh kind of like gets a little bit of nerve and he focuses his gaze on you and he clenches his weapon a little tighter they locked up my uncle and they wouldn't tell me why he was my only family and then I was alone do you remember how you felt the cloaked figure holds out a hand towards the boy uh, and then let's see you feel kind of like this weird like chill for a moment mm -hmm. uh and he kind of see, and he kind of like, like almost like something impacted him a little bit. Uh, but then his eyes slowly open, uh, and they're glowing a bit. Oh, that's like a, like a bloody red. Oh. 
they brighten. As they brighten, he grits his teeth tighter and tighter. I wanted to hurt them back. His demeanor is different now. He sounds bitter, ready to do something drastic. You all have something against the guard, if I recall. Uh, see, then they kind of move their hand over to the human with long hair. Do you all remember how you felt? Uh, he points at, uh, points at uh, the long-haired human, and they kind of shiver for a second, and their eyes turn red. Forgotten. And points at the rat folk, and his eyes start to glow. Weak. He points at the Falcon, uh, who, upon feeling it, there's like a wild spark that comes out of their hair, and their eyes are glowing red. forget this real guard. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> he, see, he takes this heavy blanket, uh, and, uh, he throws it in the air, which, uh, let's see, which starts, and kind of, like, casts some shadows around him. Um, and then, uh, let's see, with lightning speed, you see him cast a spell. Go ahead and roll me initiative. Okay. Do you want to roll it for Grannis and Gale as well, or you want to do that? Uh, go ahead and roll it for Grannis and Gale as All well. Alright, I will roll for them. Is there anything added to initiative? Uh, dexterity. Dexterity. Dexterity initiative, and you can take the focus for it. Um, 14 for Nilir. I will roll for Grannis right. now. I don't imagine that doubles affect this when rolling. Uh, not this particular didn't think so. test. Not surprised. Mm -hmm. Mostly because you could take, you just go for seized initiative, which yeah. lets you put you at the front, and then if multiple people take it, then who goes first? Granis got a ten. Okay. And Gale. Oh, they're ready. Woo! Oh, the thugs are ready too. Um, they got a thirteen. 13? Okay, so 14, 13, and 10? Yes. Yeah, in our order it would be myself, Gale, then Grannis. Uh, the thugs got... Got a 17. Ooh, okay. Uh, but you guess that there's probably something that's putting a little... There's something at work. Pep in their step, if that uh -huh. makes sense. because none of you have uh, have a particular number of magic powers. There's unfortunately no way to know exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. But uh, you can magic guess... Magic is involved. You can guess what's about to happen next. Yeah. Ooh, that was a bit quick. I was hoping it would go a little more slowly. Smooth transitions. Smooth transitions. This is what we call go good radio. Here we go. Do the uh, the four kind of underlings still appear human, or is it just the eyes that have changed? It looks like it's just the eyes that have changed. Okay. Uh, because you guys approached them so quietly, they're uh, supposed to have heard the fight that was going on upstairs. Uh, so they would drink a bunch of those potions in haste because they know that someone's here. Um, since they won't, uh, you fight them with their base stats. 
Okay. Which is a, a little less exciting. <laughs> well, a little less exciting for them, uh, a little simpler for you folks. Okay, these guys have 20 health. I just told you stuff. I don't suppose it doesn't matter. Yeah. I was expecting more fights to happen around here. <laughs> but I guess we're here now. One of those was going to be a cool showcase. Oh. Uh, I can tell you about it afterwards. Yeah. All right. So, the uh, long arm toughs are going to go first. That's well, uh, the mage is going to go with them. Um, he is casting a spell. Who damn? Uh, he's going to stunt. Oh, a bunch. Uh, he actually casts uh, uh, shadow step. He creates enough shadows with this large uh, blanket that he is actually able to fall into the shadows in the floor. Uh, and he reappears uh, in the shadows down the hallway behind you guys. Oh. Um, he uses his stunt points uh, for a fast cast. So he immediately casts it again. Uh, and rides the shadows rides the shadows up into uh, the shadows in the ceiling uh, of the warehouse. And is able to make a hasty escape. Right. The shadow folks. Folks with shadow magic. Hard to, hard to nail down. Trixie. Trixie. It sounds like that shadow magic is getting to him, too. Making him a little... Uh, let's see. Making them a little uh, monotone. Monochrome, as it were. <laughs> So, uh, they are, let's see, they did not end up drinking their potions of strength, potions of swift strikes, or potions of teamwork. So, That's they're just going to come at you with their normal stuff. Uh, and those stunts of theirs are going to cost the normal amount. <coughs> uh, but, so, this guy is going to, this guy is going to rush you, right on, let's see, right head on. Okay. Uh, he's gonna trip on something on his way over. Okay. Uh, he got himself, uh, what's that? Six? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that's not gonna cut it. Whiff. Alright, uh, he whiffs with real hard with his mace. Uh, then... The red folk here is going to try to, uh, take a swing at you as well. Okay, that's not bad. It's only an 11. Not gonna hit. All right. Let's see. Two whooshes. And two misses. All right. Kellen here is going to one, two, three, four, five. He's going to have to spend two, move two minor actions to get over to you. Uh, and the Fulgan back here is going to have to spend two minor actions to get to here. Okay. Uh, all of them have maces, uh, and their other hands are empty. They're basically two-handing the maces, which doesn't give them any extra benefit. But 
now it is your folks' turns. Okay. Um, and whatever this is that's in their heads, uh, their eyes continue to glow, uh, and they keep their teeth grit, and they they look angry. They look. They it's, it, it looks like something that goes a bit beyond just being angry. Mm-hmm. Like they, these people intend you harm. Uh, so tell uh, Grannis and Gale, do not kill unless absolutely necessary. They try both, to subdue. They both nod. Use lethal force. They've got their weapons out. So uh, they're gonna need to push their way into the room, but right now they're not particularly cut off. Let's see here. Now I can move to like here so as to mm-hmm. make an opening for one of them to come in. Technically they can move through you if they want. Okay. And oh, that's they right. can actually move through their through the enemies if they like to. Okay. And I'm gonna go and just stay at the door, I guess, and mm-hmm. take a strike at the foe directly in front of me. Okay. So this would be a uh, strength check? Uh, it would be a fighting check. Oh, fighting attack. check. That's what it is. Oh. What do we got? I rolled triple sixes. Ooh. <laughs> Alrighty then. Yeah. Lazars. All right, we're going for it. Okay. Uh, so that's definitely going to hit. Uh, so that gives you six stun points to spend. Okay. Uh, do you have a... Oh, yes, of course. I meant to hand you one. Let's see here. Should be combat and spell stunts on one side, and exploration and role-playing on the other side. Can technically use any of the stunts, but I imagine combat stunts will be the most useful in this particular situation. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm just trying to be as quickly as possible, so I'm gonna lethal blow. Ooh, all right, and then I'm come in swinging. Uh, I guess stay aware. Uh, stay aware is a good way to go. Yeah. So, incoming first damage blow. All right. Oof. So this is gonna, this is gonna be, be a big hit. It's gonna be 46. <laughs> Damn. All right. Uh, who are you hitting first? Uh, this. Okay. Oh, and I'll tell uh, them to try to save Kellen for last. Long-haired human. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell them to save Kellen for last, so... Okay. If they can. Um, 12 damage. 12? <laughs> oh, damn. Alright. Well... Alright. Uh, you're going for non-lethal tactics, right? Um, just, or at least not intending to not kill them. Yes. Using lethal force, but not with the intent to kill. Injure, not... Uh, Alright. Injure, but not kill. You can see the blade bites deep, uh, and blood hits the floor. And, and uh, the long-haired human is not looking good. Uh, it is then, I believe, Gale's turn. Yes. Uh, we'll have Gale move up, and I will have him focus or tell him to go after the same target. Okay. Since they suddenly don't look great. So Gale you got is, it, boss. Yeah. 
Gale is going to do a fight. For a total of 11. 11. Alright. Uh, uh, because he is attacking your target, he will get a plus one bonus for outnumbering. Cool. Uh, which means that he matches. Alright. And I imagine he would go with his mace first. I think that's fair. I imagine that's probably what he pulled out. But Yes. So... Uh, 10 damage. 10 damage. Unless it would otherwise kill, you know, like pull the blow. Thunk! Uh, it does not. Okay. Uh, but the, let's see, uh, but they look pretty injured. Okay. Uh, Grannis' turn. Ha <laughs> ha! Got him! Uh, Grannis will... Stand down if you know what's good for you. <laughs> Grannis will move here and engage this target. Okay. She engages the Falcon. So... Do you know what you're doing? I hate the guard. A 13 to attack. All right. Uh, a 13 is going to hit. Okay. And they're going to be using the longsword. All right. Sounds good. 13. 13. Wow. Dang. Folks are coming in swinging. All right. They look like they have leathers on, but they're kind of shabby. Yeah. Some protection. Some They have some protection, so they've got a little bit of armor rating. It doesn't need to be helping them much, though. Alright. Uh, top of the order uh, is going to be the Tufts. Uh, Kellen uh, is going to try and go for you. Okay. Give me back my uncle! Uh, that is a 12 danger. That will match my defense. Alright. He swings that mace in. Oof, four. Ooh. This might hurt a little bit. Uh, that is 11 damage. Ow. Uh, no stun points, though. Right. <coughs> Thunk. All right. Uh, the rat folk is going to make a quick perception searching test. Uh, they find what they were looking for, uh, what looks like, can see, what looks like, uh, a very dangerous red bile, um, gives you guys this look, uh, but that was, it's ma that was their major action, um, they now are susceptible to the kaboom stunt, because they're holding a grenade, but that would cause the grenade to detonate in their hands, which, uh, would affect everybody who's adjacent to them as well. Oh. So... Up to you folks whether or not you want to take that stunt. Alright. Uh, then the long-haired human is going to uh, grits their teeth through the pain. Uh, and says, uh, You guards don't care about me. Don't care about anybody. Uh, she takes a swing. And that's a seven, nine to hit. To hit you. Oh, no. I'm not making sounds with my mouth. I have this thing. I pay money for it. It's really cool. All right. Uh, the Fogan is also going to take a swing uh, at Grannis over here. Ooh, boy. That is a... Ooh. That's a 16 to hit Grannis. That will hit Grannis. Uh, and generated a bunch of stunt points. Uh -oh. 
And let's see, they are going to spend, they got six stunt points, they're going to spend them for uh, one for setup. So Granis kind of gets knocked over to uh, the long-haired human, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to give them uh, a plus two on the next test. Oh, okay. Uh, to attack Granis. Let's see, probably to attack Granis, but uh, right. distracts you guys enough from the severity of the blow that they're probably going to take the bonus on the attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and is also going to take a lightning attack against Granis. Uh, that one's definitely also going to hit. Uh, assuming that... Uh, 17 hits Granis. Oh, oh yes. Oh, right. I certainly hit. First blow hits for 9 damage. Okay. Alright. Uh, next one hits for 8 damage. Yeah, that, that hurt. Die! 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 Alright. Uh, that's all the toughs. It is now Silver's turn. Uh, <laughs> I said it. Oh. I did it. I did it wrong. Oh, I didn't know he was appearing this episode. <laughs> We're going to need a very big stat block. <laughs> uh, it is Neil here's turn. Um. Gosh. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I was hoping that you could use that in the last fight, which is supposed to be against a bunch of undead. Which your uh, power, your special power would work against. So how can the overflow how how can the overflow be used? Uh, right now, you can't access like the overflow state. Oh, uh, got it. But you can spend your overflow, overflow point. I guess uh, that's a question. What can I do with it in the session? Yes. Uh, until you guys start getting two of those uh, a session, then right now we're not doing any uh, beyond what are here in the companion called Pension Points. Okay. Uh, you can spend it on this list of favorites. Uh, your friend Granis can spend uh, the can spend her respect gains uh, overflow point uh, a little differently than you can. She can spend it to get an extra major action, as opposed to needing to spend two, normally. Because she is inspired. Is there an action required to use the overflow, or is it just a uh, no. just that happens? You just spend it when it has spend it, and do extra stuff with it. Okay, well... Hmm. Wouldn't save them for now. They're just looking at the list. Okay. Good things to have. Um, I will swing at the one that I have already hit struck. Okay, sounds good. Ooh, uh, double fives. Nice. Total of seventeen. A seventeen will definitely hit. Uh, how many stun points is that? A five. Woo! Um, All right. uh, who are you going for? I'll hit the main target, just okay. the, the the guy I have been hitting. Mm-hmm. As far as combat stuff points... If I have the points, can I double up, or can I only use one stun point? Uh, with the cor- I can use Mighty Blow twice. No, okay, I can only use Mighty Blow twice. Technically, um, uh, each stun can only be used once, unless it specifically says otherwise. Right. 
Um, for those of you uh, listening at home, be sure to grab that GM's kit so you can get those handouts that have got those uh, exploration, I got those uh, stunts lists on it. They are very helpful. I will do a lightning attack and, okay. and disarm. Ooh, all right, I like it. So, the extra attack. Well, actually, I'm gonna roll the attack for the first attack first on my main target. Okay. To see if they're still standing. Only five damage. Five damage is uh, that is enough. Do okay. you want to pull the killing blow? Yes, they will, uh, all right. Pull the killing blow. They so, fall unconscious with one health. The other attack will be thrown at the rat folk. Who I'm also going to attempt to disarm. <laughs> Alright. <coughs> so now do I make another right. yeah, I make another attack against them. I believe they make an attack as well, or? Uh with lightning attack. Oh, with lightning attack, yeah. yeah. Okay. The lightning attack is just a regular attack. Okay, so that's gonna be a total of twelve. Twelve hits. And the damage shall be. Um nine. Nine damage, and very good. Disarm. You and opponent must make an opposed attack roll. If you All win right. the test, you're not the enemy's weapon. Oh, it's a weapon. Should we use it for the potion in this case? I would absolutely allow that. Alright, so we'll go ahead and do that. Alright. So we make an opposed attack roll. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty average. Uh, the rat folk got an eleven. Uh, am I making... It is an opposed attack roll. So, so opposed strength? Uh, it would be your, uh, your fighting. Oh, fighting. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, that is enough. Uh, you knock <laughs> You knock it out of their hand. And it will go... Uh... Five plus... Is the stun die plus... Yeah, what is uh, it? Plus strength? strength? So eight. Eight yards. All right. Which way would you like to throw it? Uh... Behind me, so that I can't as easily grab it. Now, okay. maybe now further into the room because there's other stuff. Hopefully, it might be harder to find. Okay, uh, so like straight over like the boxes and gotcha. stuff. Gotcha. So you hit the grenade out of their hands, uh, and it flies across the room, and oh, or that it okay. explodes, but it doesn't hit anybody. Good deal. Ah says the rat folk. <laughs> uh, it is then, I believe, if that is everything, I believe it is uh, Gale's turn. Yes, it is Gale's turn. Uh, Gale will throw an attack towards... Um, I think he'll probably have to step closer to get to some folks. Can you not hit this one? Oh, no. Uh, no. no. Too far away. I'm looking at the wrong mini. Never mind. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, no, that's why I was very confused. Here, um, take this person. Yeah. You can step over them. What I'll have them do for now, however, is go to engage, um, and, or, uh, support and engage the enemy that, um, that Grannis is fighting. Alright, uh, he will scramble onto those crates, which is going to be difficult terrain, but he's got more than enough movement to... So can he also still close. attack this turn? Yes. Okay. Then he will do that. Right. They rolled well. Total of um, a twelve. A twelve is a hit. Okay. And they will strike. Back off for twelve damage. Twelve damage is good. Ooh. Uh, 
You asked him to pull Killing Blows, yes. correct? He chooses to pull the Killing Blow on the Fogan. Uh, the Fogan goes unconscious. Alright. <laughs> oh no, wait. You know what? I got... I got a sound for this. I got the perfect sound for this. <laughs> there we go. You okay, beautiful? <clears throat> yes. Yes. Jeez, fine. <laughs> Would you turn around and do your job? Sure. <laughs> Alright. Uh, it is then Granis' turn. Um... Yeah, they can move around to de or to move to engage the rat folk, which kind of pass through here. Okay, and they will <coughs> take a swing at the rat folk. All right, uh, she'll get a plus one on the attack because you've already gone for the rat folk. You've engaged the rat folk. Right. So there's an outnumbering bonus. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen's a hit. Very and good. They will hit for. Come here, you. Eight Alright. Good hit. Uh, the rat folk is looking injured, uh, but definitely needs a bit more time. Uh, Kellen and the rat folk's eyes are still glowing red. Okay. Uh, so they continue the attack, uh, although you can feel that there is like a weird, like there's a hesitation. Right. It's kind of it's like they kind of stop every now and then, but uh, they're still doing see, it. But they, but they're every time they try try to stop it, their teeth grit a little, like, grit a little tighter, uh, and whatever this is, they're feeling just is too much right now. Right. Actually, you know what? Um, I'm gonna roll tests for them. Nope. <laughs> and nope. Mm -mm. Not enough, mm. to, not, to over, not enough to overcome that zeal. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope, nope, nah. <laughs> uh, so the rat folk is not going to go for another grenade. Uh, is just going to try and hit Grannis. Uh, let's see. And one other question about the yeah. overflow. Can yes. those only be used on that character's turn? Or the, can they be used reactionary? Uh, I believe you As can... As like the equivalent I, of like an immediate action. I believe you can use them at any time. Okay. Curious. We'll, yeah. I'll read more closely on that later. Uh, it would, I, it, I guess, it would depend on what exactly you were hoping to use it for. Um, like a, a good example, like where someone might die or go unconscious, mm -hmm. use it to restore some hit points. I think that would be a fair choice. Okay, good to know. I like that idea. Well, I'll read it in detail later, but yeah, good for now. Uh, so the rat folk is actually going to go for you because you pulled more hate. That's fair. Because you hit, you hit him a little harder. Made them you angry. got rid of his uh, his grenade. You know, oh, well, okay. They tried. I hate you! I hate you! Uh, he misses uh, big time. Okay. That is a seven. Yes. Uh, Kellen uh, is going to take another swing at you. Gotcha! Uh, he's going to get a plus one from his Radfolk friend. Mm -hmm. Four, five. It's still only a ten to hit you. Nope, not quite. Right. Defenses are too high. It only is slightly. Only slightly. Uh, but it is now your, uh, Nailhurst's turn. Uh. Got two enemies up. Kellen is uninjured, uh, the rat folk is injured. Basically, since it's us and them, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to, can I, like, stagger my order and let Gale and Grannis act first? Is sure. that a thing? Okay. I so, don't think it technically is, but I don't see why it shouldn't be. I mean, given the flow of the combat right now, mm -hmm. because it is all of us, then all of them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 
So I'm gonna have Granos make a swing. Okay. Uh, 12, factored with the bonus of already engaging. That will do it. All right. And they will hit for nine. All right. Nice hearty hit. And then Gale also... Uh, against the rat folk? Yes. Uh, you have all instructed uh, that was Granis or Gale? Granis did the attack. I was also okay. going to say Granis is moving around. Okay. Uh, Grannis, uh, will pull the killing blow on the rat folk. Uh, okay. the rat folk will fall unconscious at one health. Okay, good deal. Uh, which means that the only one left is Kellen, who is uninjured. Um. Ooh, got quiet. Here we go. Ooh, love the drum beats. It's good stuff. I will try something just to see if it works. Not okay. expecting it to. Sure. Um, I'll move forward. Okay. And just be in front. And it's like, look, I don't know what happened, but it, we don't have to keep doing this. I don't know what's going on with you right now, but I'm. Let me help. Okay. Uh, make me a communication persuasion test. <coughs> That's a 12. A 12. Okay. Kellen does hesitate. Uh, what was your spirit die result? Six. Alright. You're going to give him a bonus on this willpower test. Ooh. His willpower is a zero. But. <laughs> she's got so much poof, she barely notices. Uh, that is going to uh, cause him to. He doesn't attack. Uh, he kind of freezes up. Uh, and he kind of like whips his head around like he's. Lo like he, there's a lot of things in the room that he's looking at. And. Uh, I, uh, I, I hate you. I hate you so much. But, uh, um, um, uh, did Gale take his turn? Uh, no, Gale has not actually taken him. Okay. I kind of pre preliminarily. Moved him, assuming okay. that their outfit would probably have stayed. I would probably recommend uh, Gale would sidle up next to you and have his mace at the ready, but he sees that you're clearly doing a thing. Right. So he's going to let you do that thing. Okay. Um, so he'll move up. Uh, he'll actually take a defensive posture because he can't ready to attack just yet. So uh, he's going to move up next to you. Okay. And wait. All right. Um, Kellen's turn is going to come around. I'm gonna have him roll another willpower test. It's not bad. Not bad, Kellen. Is it enough? You seem to be getting through to him. Okay. Uh, one of his eyes start like dims enough that you can see his pupils, uh, but the other one is still like a harsh red. Uh-huh. And he starts holding his head. <sighs> What is this? What's that voice? Stop talking to me. I hate it. I hate you. I hate you. I hate everyone. 
Uh, he takes this turn trying to fight whatever this is. Okay. Uh, and it looks like he's making some headway. The turn comes around to you guys again. Alright. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to lower my weapon since I can still hold it in one hand but not put it away. Okay. And the other now free hand is going to pull out the holy symbol and just present it. It's like when I didn't know what to do I thought back to someone that inspired me. He may not inspire you but maybe I can help you in some way. You, you he's looking at you. <laughs> I want to help you if I can. But you have to give me that chance. Make you me obviously key. don't want to be here. You don't want to do this. Make me a communication persuasion test with a plus three bonus. Alright. Ooh, 14 with a 14. six on the spirit die. Alright, you are <laughs> you are crushing this. Alright. Uh, Grannis and Gale aren't entirely sure what's going on, uh, but they seem to think that you, you're doing a thing. They're going to keep letting you do that even, thing. Even if it's not going to apply mechanically, I like to think that his protection ability is active. Okay. So otherwise, like just like kind of do something. All right. Uh, we'll say that, uh, you kind of, you turn it on for him. There we go. You squeeze your holy symbol, uh, and this kind of like aura, aura comes out from around you. It fills the room with a bit of light. Everybody, see your friends. See uh, your friends didn't know you could do this. <laughs> they look around, wondering what's what's going on here. Um, and uh, but they but they know that they feel safe for some reason. Kellen. Is going to make another willpower test. Mm. I don't. Uh, I, I don't want to fight, but I hate everything. It's not bad. Six, eleven. No willpower bonus, but you are giving him a bonus. Um, whatever had its hold on him finally leaves, and both of his eyes are... You have pupils, again. Okay. Uh, he looks at you, and looks at Grannis and Gale, and kind of takes a step back and drops the mace. I was gonna tell Gale to swat it out of his hand or something, but that works too. <laughs> Easy, kid. You can come quietly now. It's gonna be alright. Uh, he looks like he just he like he's this kid is sweating buckets. He's um, seen a ghost or something. Like he's seen a ghost or something. Uh, but he surrenders. Good. I wonder if a certain other character might have tried something like this. Oh yeah. <laughs> A certain other character who may have gone up to bed. Yes. Just I'll I'll just I'll just bet you sh that, that he might have. Mm-hmm. All right. 
You guys are... Actually, let's go out... Nope, no, no. Definitely not that one. <laughs> Good radio. Everybody. Alright. The next hour or so is a bit of a blur. Uh, as... Um, Kellen comes out quietly. You, of course, don't find the guy in the road. Uh, by the time you guys get back up yeah, uh, to the surface, they're long gone. Um, they probably had a lot of magic that was helping them get out of there. Um, you learn a couple of things uh, in the next couple hours uh, as you guys, as uh, Gail rushes, Gail uh, Nancy jogs back to the guard post to uh, put in a report uh, and a request for some uh, for some folks to come take a look at everything they found. Mm -hmm. So you see uh, a large number of guards for the rest of the day. Uh, they come in to uh, empty out the secret room in the warehouse uh, and get the bodies a proper burial. Uh, you, they, and see, they do actually... Uh, I imagine the robot guard works with the emissaries of convergence a lot. Oh yeah. So uh, they get an emissary mage uh, to come take a look, uh, and they found out that there was a particularly nasty casting of anime dead in that spell glyph. That would have that they he thinks uh, that the mage thinks would have animated all those bodies as guardians. Oh no. So you guys would have had to fight. Uh, they would have all broken out of their boxes, especially since you opened all the boxes. Uh, they would have come to life to, uh, they think, uh, to attack anybody who was not specified as safe by the by the caster of the glyph. Right. Oh. So, they get that safely safely dispelled. Uh, and uh, you guys find that not only were there unfiltered potions uh, in here, there were actual honest-to-God poisons. Oh. Um, in both liquid and powder forms. A whole stash. It was uh, quite, it was, it was a lot. Um, Captain Beckel approaches you guys, you and your group. Um, Beckel uh, is a Terran, uh, born with uh, Earth, the Earth element in his blood, uh, and he gives you guys uh, a salute before before speaking. Well done, everyone. Your work today is exemplary. I am glad we had you on the job, or these thugs could have supplied an entire crime syndicate with the supply of illegal substances. I was told that you were taking some leadership role in this job. He directs to you. Is uh, that true? Yes, it was. I, uh, there were decisions that needed to be made. Granis puts a hand on you, puts a hand on your shoulder, and says, uh, "I felt, Hunsey, I felt very calm with you around. I was glad that you were on the job with me today. Well I, done. I'm glad that you were there to help." Um, Gail gives you a Hunsey gives you a. I don't want to say a slap on the ass, but yeah, it kind of like gives you like slap a, big, on the shoulder a bit, like a big slap on the back that pushes you forward a uh -huh. bit. He did good, very good. I did good because I had good people with me. He and see Beckel nods. I'm glad to hear you all did good. Expected bonus, and see expected bonus for breaking this. Uh, Neil here, if you're interested in a new job. I have another, uh, another little something for someone who has a bit of experience in the belt. Yours is recent, but I'd like to offer it to you. Uh, uh, there are strange reports coming from the Emissaries of Convergence. I'm trying to find this guy's voice. They have diviners who say that someone ba something bad is coming to Green Groves, a little resort town down the coast. 
I'm looking for good people to send as backup to guard to the guard in Greengroves and protect the people from whatever's threatening them there. You'll be compensated for this extra work if you're interested. Uh, I am. It, I, I do have to wonder if it couldn't be tied to what we've discovered today. This new gang of Longhorns? You mentioned that they had a mage among them. Yes. We were unable to apprehend them as they were able to uh, teleport, it seems. Something to do with the shadows. Granice's uh, shadow magic. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty slippery stuff. Shadow magic does not brand them as, as, as evil. However, that death magic in there does. We don't brook death magic here or anywhere else. If these people are related, it would be good to have someone who's got some experience dealing with them. I will do what I can. Have you heard about this new gang at all? He shakes his head. This is news to me, I'm afraid. I'm a little surprised that it has a name, but it hasn't been discovered yet. They must be very secretive. Well, their secret is uncovered. We will be investigating them more closely. Uh, uh, as for now, I think you are all might you all more than dismissed. Excellent work today, everyone. Uh, I'm beat. Does anyone uh, want to go get something to eat? Actually, some food does sound good. Yeah, that, that sounds that sounds <laughs> nice. Um. Oh, actually, before like leaving, mm -hmm. I tell my superior officer about Kellen. I mean, they all weren't acting of their own accord after a certain point. But Kellen may know things. They he might be willing to cooperate. Hmm. The mage did say they noticed something residual on their minds. They, their eyes turned red, and they had a murderous intent in, the, in their expression. They. I don't know anything about magic myself. At least partially, their actions were not their own. But before that, they were stealing. So, being in, possession of, being in possession of that much poison is going to have them put away for a while, or at the very least, exiled. But, uh, I suppose we can at least be lenient on the count of, uh, armed assault of a guard. The mage took interest to Kellen. Mm -hmm. Kellen may know more than the others. Very well. We'll speak to Kellen a bit more. These people are as dangerous as it sounds. We'll I'll probably have to give him some protections, too. We'll also be looking after that Albel fellow. If there are more of these long-armed people, it sounds like they don't uh, brook much foolishness and very much appreciate grudges. Uh, for the time being, you can find them at one of the temples. Okay. Fire District, right? Yes, that's where their is. We'll send someone to pick them up. Good work today, Robon. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Gail uh, offer and Gail offers to go uh, grab some uh, dock grub. 
Sure. Says he knows. Says he knows this great little uh, open air place. He likes to see the sky. Uh, so you guys, uh, <laughs> so you guys go out for go out for food, and uh, Grannis asks at one point which of us. Let's see if if this is a date, and who's on the date. Yes. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> It is a friendly day. Hey everyone, we hope you're enjoying our campaign so far. Before we get started again, I wanted to make sure that we were taking some time to give some love to the various shows around the D20 Radio Network. This episode we are featuring the Order 66 podcast, the original podcast for Star Wars role-playing. The oldest podcast on the D20 Radio Network, Order 66 has been the original podcast source about Star Wars tabletop role-playing for over a decade. Having started with Wizards of the Coast's Star Wars Saga Edition system, the podcast currently focuses on the Star Wars role-playing game by Fantasy Flight Games. In their latest show, Episode 122, they talk about the to- they discuss the topic of companions in the Star Wars t- Fantasy Flight game. They discuss mechanics of companions, choosing the right one for you, building your character around having friends, and the various types of companions. Check them out to add a few friendly faces to your Star Wars game. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the rest of the show. The reinforcements from Convergence march along the Union Coast. It's a monsoon season, so the sun is high and the heat is heavy. The ocean breeze keeps things bearable, but only so much can be done for a full caravan in armor with weapons. <laughs> they also have a small stowaway inside one of their weapon one of their weapon caravans, uh, one of their weapon wagons, uh they our good friend Aubergine. Uh, how are you doing in there during the summer on the on the tropics uh, inside a locked wooden box? As I drunkenly wake up with probably a hangover, I am desperate for whatever small cracks happen in this crate, trying to get air in my body. As this heat, as the day gets higher and the sun gets higher and higher, I strip off. It's pretty much a, a naked fourteen-year-old half-orc gnome in the weapons cache. Sweating profusely and trying their best not to just die. Fair enough. But this is what warriors do. Roth would do it. Uh, halfway through the journey, the weather becomes cooler and more pleasant almost in an instant. Uh, the guards mention that this means they must have reached the mild coast, that their journey is about half over. Neil here, you are, let's see, we had a lady for you, right? Yes. We had it back over here inside this box. Box. I think we were, we had a couple. Yeah. Recycling through. It doesn't really matter too much what it is we're using. I think it was this one. It was. We'll get one with some more appropriate weapons later. Yeah. Maybe I'll make one through that, um, through the Hero Forge or whatever. I've, I've, I've done so, and I'm just waiting for the money to make it. Mm-hmm. Excellent choice. Uh, Neil here, you have been placed in command of this small reinforcement garrison and these two weapons caches. Uh, let's see. <coughs> so you have about eight guards who are working with you uh, and two wagons to protect. Uh, you will not be in control of the entire operation of reinforcing Green Groves. Uh, their Commander Bell will be. Uh, but... You will be in command of this particular group. Okay. 
Another few hours pass by, seabirds sea singing and waves crashing, and one of the guards calls for the attention of his officer. Officer Nil here. There are several creatures approaching from the northwest. I think they're on them four legs. Uh, can you identify what they are? Well, it was hard to tell at this distance, sir. Does anyone have a spyglass? Someone kill those seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> My god, they're everywhere. <laughs> Gail, can you tell who they are? Or what they are? I can roll it if you want me to. I was actually going to ask, did you want to bring Gail and Grannis with you? Oh yeah, why not? <laughs> they will be part of the, the guard. Alright, for simplicity's sake, uh, the other guards use Grannis' stats. Okay. But we'll see if Gale can determine what they are from this range. How far will we say they are away? Uh, you've probably got a couple of rounds before they reach it. Okay. So Gale says, You're running four legs. Yeah. Paws and pads. Hmm. Dogs. Hmm. Yeah, go ahead and have him roll an intelligence and nature, uh, natural lore. Hmm. Uh, that would only give them a 10. I was thinking perception seeing, but I guess that makes more sense, so. Alright, he doesn't quite piece it together right away. Mm -hmm. might, once they get closer, he might be able to tell better. Yeah. <clears throat> tell you, Chief. Um, until it's too late. Uh, let's see here. I will reposition some guards. Alright. <coughs> now they won't much to do with weapons, but... Wrong here. Are they running towards us or in our vicinity? They look like they're heading more in your direction. It looks like a bit of a chaotic group as they get closer. Okay. I'll move myself up a little more as well. Um... We'll try another round, see if now they've probably got a little closer, see yeah. what they are, Go tell everyone Levin's out. Go ahead and have Gail uh, roll another intelligence, uh, cunning, that's uh, the intelligence natural one. Cunning in this game, that's <laughs> a dragon cage. Uh, that's an 11. Alright. 11, we got <laughs> him. We got a knife on this boss. We got a glint. Their teeth. Oh. Powerful stuff. Penetrating action. <clears throat> anyway, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Penetrating, apparently. Mm, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, Grimace, meanwhile, like, when you two are quite finished, <laughs> I believe that these things are probably going to be a little grumpy. Uh, well. The other guards all draw their weapons, uh, and it looks like they have they don't slow down. They yeah. continue on their way towards you. Uh, weapons out. Uh, strike them down. Defend yourself. Alright. I'm pretty chill about being guards immortal themselves for an attack. Probably doesn't sound entirely uncommon going between, like, well... 
Alright. You first see them rushing towards you, nearly half a dozen of them. Oh, uh, shit. Sorry, nearly a dozen of them. Oh shit. Quadrupedal <laughs> and howling. I'm a little more worried. <laughs> As they get closer, you see they're moving in many directions. Panicked. Uh, finally, you see their teeth, massive fangs, protrude from their snouts, and the guards begin to whisper, knife hounds. This may be a bit more dangerous than you expected, but you have a little time to reconsider strategies. In moments, they are upon the caravan. The encounter is not an attack, it is immediate chaos. Uh, the knife hounds scramble around the guards, confused and afraid. Many of the guards are hesitant to attack, but the knife hounds' panic is strong. As I hear this, I start armoring up. One guard howls as a single fang from a knife hound sinks into her arm. Your nearest compatriot kicks the hound off, and the hound sees a sudden burst of violence. You may be able to, may be able to drive them off, and it will not be easy. So, let me get them placed in this encounter. There are a total of ten knife hounds uh, in this encounter. And they're going to start about here-ish, because they're already kind of engaged. Not entirely. Things going to get tricky. There's a 9 on this D12. I can't find a 9. It's not real anymore. Yeah. The 9 is cancelled. Oh my god. 9 has <laughs> cancelled. Where did it go? <laughs> is there a 9? I found it. <laughs> okay. 9 Good. has been cancelled. 9 is cancelled. All of it. Get 8, 7. Oh god. We always so, what kind of check, I guess would it be more the intelligence animal lore or nature lore to learn uh, more about them now? About animals would be uh, natural lore. So, just... <laughs> So, like, learn more details about them and such. But they are a natural creature, not a magical uh, creature? They are They are relatively natural, yes. Okay. Sometimes they have magical powers, but that's usually pretty rare. Okay. About as rare as any other, just, like, regular beast in nature. They're not categorized as magical beasts. They're not an aberration. Got it. Uh, that's what I was asking for. Have the beast area on the sun? Uh, one of these. There we go. Pull them up on page 69. Alright. Uh, here they are. Oh. They did. What you do about it? My podcast. Alright. Uh, they look kind of like a, a saber tooth. So we've got pictures of them here. Uh, for those of you who are playing at home, if you have the Fantasy Age of Easter, you can find them on pages 68 and 69. They are very much big saber tooth. Yeah. Saber tooth puppos. Saber tooth Knife bark. But, there's never one issue. Okay. Where's my initiative? Oh, it's just my dexterity. Can I roll so I can keep trying to attempt to break out of the yes, box? Absolutely. Ooh, shit. Shit, calm down. Um, I got a... I also got a 12. Right. 17. The box starts to get very angry and try to break itself. What the? <laughs> wagon is <laughs> <laughs> That's a wagon this far. You got a 12. Mm-hmm. That's what? That's one out. <laughs> and the Aubergine got a weapon. That's 17. Mm. It doubles that don't matter for initiative. Yeah, initiative. Yeah, sorry. Alright, so Aubergine, you go first. Uh, I take a whack at the box I'm surrounded in. Okay. Uh, would you like to try and damage it, or would you like to just try and bust it open? 
Uh, bust open sounds like strength might. That is a strength might test. So, not a lot. Oh, doubles though. Um, so, six, seven, eight plus six is what? Thirteen? Fourteen. Fourteen. Not quite what I was looking for. Uh, Just doubles don't work if you don't succeed. You don't succeed, unfortunately. You don't get to keep the points. Okay. Uh, just straight up breaking it open. It does groan <laughs> under the strain. You almost got it. Yeah, hopefully I weakened it for next time. There we go. Next uh, time on Aubergine's Trucker. <laughs> uh, because you want Gale, I, I can give you extra information. <laughs> sure. Um, you actually noticed that none of them even, like, none of them, like, go anywhere near the game. It was actually the guy in armor and the cloak next to you. This one? Uh, they don't attack you. They don't? Super he's, uh, duper he's says, Let me see if I can do something. Uh, <clears throat> and he kind of like takes a moment to think. He's like, they're scared. You can probably just spook them off. Try and get them out of here. Okay. So, um, a knife hound will flee the encounter uh, once they're reduced to a certain number of health, or you use the threatened stun. Also, as a direction, just try and perform the threat stuff. Okay. Uh, and of course, uh, if you get enough stuff points, you can perform it again, and then perform Sway the Crowd uh, to affect more than one of them at a time. Uh, sway the Crowd being a roll Mm-hmm. Uh, but I believe it was a Strength Intimidation versus their Willpower self Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what would you like to do? Let's see, sorry, uh, so Aubergine Mites, it is now the real bodyguard's turn. Um, <coughs> would you like me to control the real bodyguard? Yeah, you okay. can control, that's fine. Uh, do you give them any standing orders? Uh, try to scare them off first. Okay. Uh, they. So, they're all going to go first. Uh, they start to kind of like smash their weapons together and shout, uh, let's see, and shout at the hounds. Let's see. Uh, get out, get out. This is great. Oh. Uh, not quite how I intended her to look, uh, but it will work yeah. for now. It's, it's, yeah. They can't tell. You're right. Yep. You folks out there, Brandis can look whatever you dang well please, because she's cool. <laughs> not sure how that's justification. Here we go. Uh, what is Brandis's strength? She is uh, wearing full relevant armor, uh, though. Deal with that. She is wearing full <laughs> relevant armor. Her strength is three. Makes she's sense. tough. Alright, so she makes a strength bite test, and I believe it is against their real power songs. Reference for stunts, here we are. Yes. So she rolls a bad 12, that'd be 15. Uh, and the knife out. She has a pretty decent willpower. No self discipline focus, uh, that's only a uh, 12 means that knife hand number four is going to fall. Alright. Uh, on its turn. Oh, on its turn. Uh, the dwarf behind her is going to try it as well. Six, seven, eight, uh, thirteen, sixteen. Ooh. Against the knife hand, she rolled well. Also a sixteen. <laughs> uh, I should have rolled. Let's see, I should have rolled again. Uh, but I believe the dwarf got higher on her spirit die, 
to break the tie. So number three is also going to On their turn. Uh, the thin guy over there with the white hair is going to try and spook number one. That's super great. That's a 10. Be a total of 13 against... Uh, I found got a 14, so I found the one is going to stick around for that fight. Let's see for that. Uh, the halfling over there. <coughs> uh, that is behind that, uh, let's see, that tall human is going to try and spook the one as well. Very good. Angel of Strength Intimidation? Strength Intimidation. 15. Okay. She has 16 needs to move over the 9 times 15 to resist. So then another 1 is going to So that's 1, 3, and 4. Okay. Uh, the orc over there uh, is not particularly close yet. Uh, she is, let's see, the orc. This human, this dwarf, and that gnome over there, they're all going to defend. That works. Alright. Next in turn is the knife house. <laughs> so, so one, we'll... three, and four, all three in the encounter. Okay. However, uh, the rest of them are going to rush in. What is their speed? 14. Not bad. Hmm. They're sweet to be. That's me to be. Alright, uh, Aubergine, you hear a loud thunk and some claw sounds uh, as a knife hound jumps onto the wagon that you're in. Oh, sorry, BB, that was not directed at you. <laughs> it was no. There was a cat, it has now run away because I made an aubergine noise. Um, it actually manages to finish what you were doing and it breaks open the wagon. Uh, so now there is this huge dog with steak knife, steak knife. I think I've used this, I used that description twice now. Yes, but um, not for some people, this will be the first time. Yes, it will. Uh, let's see, that is now trying to crawl into the weapon wagon with you. What? Number six is going to jump this guy. Number ten is going to jump her. Two is going to jump Grannis. Five is going to jump Sil. Has to nil here. <laughs> Grannis is going to get attacked by two, and this guy's going to get attacked by another one. So, uh, nil here. You get one. You get one leap. Uh, it'll leap to see you with its huge teeth. Eleven. Yeah, it's gonna hit that point. Yeah, we have to up to eight. Yeah, oh yes. It will hit and then some. Alright. Uh, no stun points. Put <laughs> max damage for 16 points. Ooh! Oh, it gets both teeth in and those teeth just cut straight Ouch. through the leather. That hurt. That didn't that didn't sting, that that hurt. You're not a like, swing knife. In a teeth. Yeah. yeah teeth right. are not swing. I did pick zombie fight. Alright. Uh, two attacks against Grimace. One without a plus one because it got uh, alone. Two, nine, eleven. 
Yes, that will hit Granus. Other one. No. Okay. So one of them is going to bite. Or. 11 damage. Uh, if you like, I can keep track of her health. Yeah, sure, that's fine. She has nice armor. Uh, this is four. Four. Very good. Okay. Uh, our, let's see, two in front over there is going to take two attacks. Let's see. He uses Granus's stats. Seven, let's say at twelve. To hit Granus? To hit Granus. Nope. Alright. Er, no, it's not. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong one for a second. The next one, uh, five, nine, ten, fifteen. To hit Granus? <laughs> that one will. So that human over there is going to take, ouch, 14 damage. Uh, the orc, oh, the orc woman over there is going to take one attack. Uh, oof, that's fine, I get 12, 17. That's probably going to do it. She, uh, she also gets max damage. Ooh. Uh, 14 damage, not good, not good. These folks are looking pretty bad already. Uh, I'm gonna round still here. Uh, I'm gonna start swinging. Just like I'm just as likely to hurt them as I am to scare them. So, um, isn't there something like an all-out attack? What does yes, that do? Uh, the major action, you can perform your melee attack. If you hit, you do an extra, D, an extra one point of damage. Uh, but your defense goes down by one to your next turn. Mm. The other option is aim, which gives you a plus one to hit. I'll go ahead and aim, but not go all out. Alright. And I'll go for uh, target number five, since it's starting to me. Uh, 12? 13. 13 is... Hit. Alright. So... Eight damage. suddenly attacks the dog. <laughs> uh, oh, those could have been... Anyway, uh... So... Uh, 15 to hit. Is it? Uh, let's see. 18 damage. Jeez. Alright. Oh, wait, 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 no, I added something twice. 14 damage. 14 damage, still. Okay. Yeah. Damn. We'll be up for a minute, just very quick. Alright. We play this. Uh, is the robot guard. Yes. Alright. Um, a couple of folks have gotten bitten, feel like biting back. Yeah, that, that's fair. Uh, Granis is going. Granis, here for justice. And see, and she's not here her hands. So she's gonna try and spook them. Uh, 
Alright. Let's see. No stop points, unfortunately, but that is 6, 9, uh, plus 3 is 12. Fortunately, she does not spook the hounds. Uh, the dwarf behind her. Let's see, doesn't like where this looks like it's going. She's gonna attack number two. Okay. Ooh, she got some stump points. Ooh, look at her. Let's see. Double check. Threaten costs two. Uh, and I believe sway the crowd is a role playing stunt, which costs two as well. Alright. So, uh, she is going, she got five stump points, and she's definitely going to get that knife out. Uh, what weapon is Granis? Granis has a long sword, okay. a fist, and a short bow. She's going to go for a long sword hit. Let's say four, I don't know, ten plus Granis' uh, strength, which is three. Yeah. So 13 damage to that It's a hit. Uh, and she is going to spend her stun points on a threatening stunt and sway the crowd. So she's going to try and threaten both two and seven. She's going to Not bad. It's 11, 14. Let's see. I found number two. Let's see. Also got a 14. Separate, we got a four on the stunt guy. We're rolling eight. Let's see, nope, actually. I'm gonna take into their ability scores, uh, which means that the dwarf breaks the tie as the leader. So number two is going to flee after taking a swing from the half taking hit from the sword. Number seven uh, is going to get, is also going to get, uh, is also going to match also one of them is here to die. So they also, seven and two are both going to flee on their turn. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, the orc gal just took max damage from white, so she's not feeling too forgiving right now. Oh, no. Woo! Woo! Alright. Nice and done. <coughs> she. That's two sixes and fours. Okay. Uh, defense 12. Yeah. She got six stunt points to spend. Uh, she, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you can use Sway the Crowd more than once. Yes, she's going to spend all three of those stun points. She is going to try and sway. She is going to shout at 10, 9, and 6 over here and try and spook them all at the same time. Okay. Uh, so she... She pulls the hound out of, see, out of her shoulder and, like, since he gives a nice guttural roar as she throws the knife hound <laughs> off and... Get out of here! Go home! Woo! Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow, she got herself 16 on the dice, so 19 on the intimidation. Oh, dang. Well done to bad. You did it to me. Knife hound number 9 is going to run for it. Okay. Knife hound number 10 is definitely going to run. Uh, six. Yep, six is gonna run for it too. Uh, she. I'm gonna say she throws number ten into number six. Uh, they yeah. both whimper and rush off. Right, they startle themselves. Ten, six, and nine are all going to flee on their turn. Uh, 
the guards behind it, see the guard, the human guard in the back there just fell flat. Genuinely impressive. Genuinely impressed. Uh, let's see, and the halfling gal out here is going to try and so he's going to try and spook that one to go to leave. Because there's only a few left. 9, 10, 13. Knife Hound is... <laughs> okay. That Knife Hound apparently is here to stay. Alright. Knife Hound will three substance. Oh. On that willpower self-discipline test. It uh, is ready. <laughs> I believe that's six some points for that Knife Hound to spend. It's gonna... That Knife Hound is actually going to use the Tower of Will stunt. So... It now has a plus one to resist all those tests to spook it away. Okay. Um, and... It is going to use one stun point to perform skirmish, and then one to stay aware. It's going to make a quick perception test. It succeeds. Uh, there's no extra information for its own, so it's just going to get plus one on its next test. <laughs> Did that include the willpower? That could. Oh, so plus two potentially. Potentially. Number five uh, is going to try and bite me. Is 12. Matches. Matches. We rolled two ones. The spirit knife was a five. Oh. So, uh, it can perform, the knife hounds can perform pierce armor for one stun point. Ouch. Uh, it has no, no one to set up with. Uh, except no, it, has, it can set up number eight over there. Um, so it is going to do a quick, it does a quick howl. Uh, which its companions who are already fleeing are going to listen to. Uh, but the one that's out here uh, is going to uh, get, it's going to give uh, its friend the benefit of a setup stunt. Let's see, which I can perform for cheap. Three stunt points left to spend. Uh, it is fond of the mighty blow stunt. Okay. Uh, oh, it's going to stay aware as well. So, well, let's stay aware. It's a plus one that's next test. I'm going to roll damage now. Alright. So it sinks its teeth in. It's 13 damage against half your armor rate. Against half of my armor. So you have so, armor rate of 4? Yeah. Okay, so you only subtract 2 from that. Yeah. So it's going to do 11. Sorry, it was 13 Yeah. Ugh. Not looking hot. Ugh. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just try and hit it and hope that's enough because okay. that's really the only option I've got now. Fair enough. I need to get it off of me this turn. It is damaged a little bit. That's a team. That's a team is a hit. Um, eight damage. Eight damage. All right. <coughs> it's not looking super hot. Uh, it's, it's looking like it's about to run. Uh, it is then Aldershin's turn. Let's see. Uh, after hearing that orc woman gra see, grab one of the dogs, throw it into another one of the dogs, uh, the dog that was right next to you uh, falls off the wagon and then run, runs away with its friends. Um, so now there's a big hole in the wagon. Nice breeze. Um, does it take movement to get 
up and over the wagon, or can I just uh, start moving? It would be part of uh, my direction to get up onto the wagon. <coughs> uh, I get up and I'm looking for enemies and I and start moving towards it. Okay. So. Did you want to try and intimidate them from the top of the line? I don't know to intimidate. You can, uh, if, if, if you don't have the intimidation focus, it's just a straight, uh, straight strength test. I was not part of the skill check to see it all, like... Fair enough. <laughs> Understood. I am Mabergine. Sword first? Fair enough. But I only have one other minor movement. One other minor action this turn, since I already used a minor, so mm -hmm. I can just move. Okay. That's it. Fair enough. So you roll out of the out of the caravan, and, and this screaming thing with a sword sticking out of it just this weird mask and this really weird costume. What? <laughs> it's like something you would see out of the geode. Something you may have seen. Uh, it is the robot guard's turn. Uh, Grannis is going to try and spook off number five. Bad. That's a fourteen. Uh, it's going to get a plus one on its willpower test. But it's. it flubs it. Uh, it loses. Let's see, after taking a hit from you, it's starting to look bloody, it loses its nerve. Number five is gonna flee. Okay. Uh, and the dwarf gal next to Grannis. And. That is 10, 15, 18 to intimidate that knife hound over there. The knife hound. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it got six more stun points on its willpower self-discipline test again. Oh. Uh, so it just lets out this. Just it's, it lets out this deep howl. It is not cowed by this. Uh, everybody around it is looking a little a little worried. Uh, it is going to actually try to threaten back. Uh, and it got. It is actually going to try and threaten the three people who are closest. <coughs> Seven. I'm sorry. It is actually. It's gonna try. It's gonna taunt them uh, to try and get them off their game. Hasties uh, communication, uh, which is a zero. Uh, so we got a total of seven. Oh. Their real one guard has to make willpower self-discipline tests. What is their willpower? Uh. Willpower. Who's? Grannis. Two. Gal stays, uh, the human man stays, and the halfling gal, however, uh, has lost her grip a bit. That's fair. <coughs> it happens. I had a 14. What's up? Am I there? Uh, no, it, it was not able to charge me. Okay. It ran, it went, and once it got those three guards, it ran out of room. Okay. I thought it, it was the three it this not, way. It does not have any ranks in the oratory. Uh, in, the, in the oratory, no, in the uh, performance. It's oratory talent to get. Uh, with communication oh. persuasion. That's right. No. No, this way the crowd is the journeyman. I would know because I'm heading there. Heading there. Alright. <laughs> uh, that knife hound is gonna stick around. It's gonna try and chomp on the half of the hound. Woo! Bam! This is gonna be 
this is how they found this is what it went. Uh, this is the boss for the day, apparently. I guess so. Um, Someone ate their Wheaties. 13. Out of the level jack. 18 and apparently. the halfling with four stun points. Uh, it is going to perform Mighty Blow and Knock Prone. So it, oh. it's currency, so it jumps on the halfling and takes and starts biting her. Oh. She. God, why? What is with this thing? I think, I think this is the big one. Uh, 11, 14, 19 points of damage to Halfling now. Jeez. <laughs> That's some armor. She has got some armor on. Fine. I mean, uh, they're good at she, one thing. That is, that is more than half her health that she just took. Yeah, she is starting to receive reach her fleeing conditions. Uh, uh, yep, here it is. I'm going to charge that last one, but no. Nope. Bad dog. This. Yeah. This is one bad dog. Ooh, doubles. Uh, it's most certainly going to hit. Okay. So. Twelve. So what you got? Uh. Alright, I want you to put your stuff. Five. Nice. So. <laughs> that's not the one that I need. That's not the one I need. I need stunts. Ah. Yep. You have five stun points, you can do lethal blow, or you can threaten it away. Mm. You might be able to do both. Oh, probably not. Threaten is five points. Cool. Lethal blow is, uh... Lethal blow costs also five. five. Threaten only costs two. <laughs> but right. Uh, lightning attack and pierce armor. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yep. Ooh, damn. Oh, that was max on the damage. Uh, 15? 15 damage or damage? That was damage. That was really the first attack. Or the first damage roll. Oh, that will also hit. That's not going to generate uh, stun points. So. But yeah, that will most certainly hit. That was the same roll, actually, for the, the attack. Jeez. Wowzers, wowzers. Nice. Uh, 14. 14, not bad. Okay. Well, uh, you rush in. So you rush in and take two nasty swings at the knife hound. Uh, it is bleeding profusely, and it looks like it's ready to uh, Hover Gene, what would you like? Uh, you're hitting it, I'm hitting it. Okay. Take a step here. I guess it's a good hero. I could charge. Yeah, you can. Charge around the happen. So. Oh, jeez. It's probably a hit. Alright. I'm gonna <laughs> that, guess that was that a looks, hit. That looks like a hit to me. And then I add, like, five. <laughs> yep. Get him. So we're. Gonna... Yeah. Nah, not too bad. Um, let's see, that's Put reference in So, stuff. nine damage this time. Nine damage? Uh, would you like to kill it or hold it I've never killed anything. Okay. So, as it comes through and I see it, like, it shudder, I, the strength falls for me. I'm not quite sure what to do in the moment. Okay. So, uh, whether, like, so. not by act of mercy, but it doesn't die. The blade just stops. Mm -hmm. There's no healer, there's no whistle, I'm not used to this. 
So the blade does not come down, but maybe your momentum causes you to kind of like tackle it. Well, it was just like I strike it, and I'm just like, oh, like, like. But you pull back. Yeah, it, it's okay. More I go. Instinct than anything else. Yeah, I go to cut it, and the blade just keeps going, and I don't like this now. Like this, there's usually armor, or they are pulling away. This is just murder, and it feels wrong to keep pushing. The strength just okay. leaves out of it, and it just kind of, right. like, I drop the weapon with it. Oh. The sword, let's see, the sword does kind of stay stuck in its flesh for a bit, uh, but, the, but it falls to the ground. <laughs> uh, try to retrieve sword. <laughs> Where the hell did you come from? Uh... You should be... Why aren't you in school? What are you doing here? Why were you in the wagon? I dropped the visor. <laughs> oh, now I'm babysitting. Okay, that's alright. I, I, I take off the whole helmet. Uh, where are we? Well, we're going somewhere. <gasps> oh, yeah! It's not home. I know! You know. Well, the guards were talking about it. It's that place where all the destiny stuff. Is that what they're calling it now? <laughs> yeah! The guards around you all look horrifically confused. They did not know that they that this depths of this kind of confusion existed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, oh, they probably heard about the briefing. Okay. Alright. Hmm. Yeah, yesterday the, was great. My head hurts. What did you there do was, yesterday? I I was I I I fought in the geode and I won my first two fights. And oh, then the you? guards came there after the guards came after me because I wasn't supposed to. Oh. Yeah, that's a good question. How old are you? What's, uh, what are, yeah. I put the helmet back on. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean... We're a little far away to take him all day back to Convergence. We should... Gail says we should probably take him with us. He'll have to come with us for the time being. I try to pull my sword out, it's gross and weird. I'll pull it out for you. Uh, the halfling, Lindsay, uh, pulls herself up with big ol' Lindsay, big ol' fang wounds. And yeah. Human next to hers uh, pulls out a healer's kit to try and patch her up. Uh, the dwarven woman asks, what do, you think got the, what do you think got those things so spooked? Just charged us. <laughs> uh, Granis, Gail, I, you, you, one of you could tell they were startled. Any yeah. thoughts? Uh, let's see. The burly half orc Gail. Um, let's see. Looks and come. Kind of, takes a look around and looks at the looks at the dog. Uh, the knife out on the ground. Didn't <coughs> say what. Never, never, I talk to animals. They don't really talk back to me. 
Well, what the hell could have scared That's a whole awesome. pack off like that? Oh, thanks. Hey, you're that thousand arrows guy, aren't you? Yeah! Why does your mask look like your own face? <laughs> yeah! I like your moxie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this wasn't part of the mission. But the mission, this is so cool. We are going to be putting you in a holding cell, says Gregus. Uh, there's a human woman next to Nil here. But, oh, I can help! I hold you're, up the sword. You're gonna go home, because this is dangerous business. You, you're, I, you may not be ready for this just yet. I'm sorry, kiddo. Just, maybe, maybe another time. I am ready! And I try to strength intimidate, and just like, I oh. stamp. Oh, dang. Alright. It's only plus four. Gross. What's Gravis' willpower? Two. Two. Uh, Thirteen. She got a twenty. <laughs> Young man. <laughs> you will not speak that way to, insane, to the authority. You're going here. You're coming with us. You're getting room. You're going to that room. <laughs> Mm. Understand? <laughs> <laughs> Just quiet. Glad to hear it. Shrinks into Could the armor folks, somehow. Um, watch him, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you are taken into custody yet again. <laughs> no, this is the first time. This is the first time you got taken into custody. Today. Just, just, just today. <laughs> Um, you, so you guys take the wagons with you. Uh, the wagons, uh, the weapons were not damaged. Good. Uh, you'll have to get the, to get one of the, uh, the la one of the hatches on the side of the weapon wagons repaired, but that's not so hard. Yeah. Could have been a lot worse. Could have been much worse. Excellent. They're done, everybody. So. As we now come to a close, uh, you guys will be, uh, let's see, we'll finally make it to Green Groves. Picturesque little resort town with two tall resort towers of competing companies. Uh, let's see, the tower, let's see, the tower over the town. Um, otherwise, the town is very rustic, very rural, uh, and... Pretty marble architecture. But fine, lovely, rustic Fine, yet rustic Very pretty. You guys spend the night there. You get to see both of you spend the night in the bed because the cells actually have fairly comfortable beds. <coughs> uh, but day dawns on Green Groves, uh, a delightful resort town just like any other. People come to town to set up for markets. Business op businesses open their doors, and children gather in their schoolhouse. Uh, Neil here. You and your cohort of guards have met up with the local garrison. You briefly met with with Commander Bell, who was happy to lend you a holding cell for your young stowaway. <laughs> Uh, and thank you and your cohort for your quick response. Uh, she has called you, uh, let's see, called you, uh, as, as well as if you have any uh, officers next to you that you trust, uh, to let's see, into a, in a, a fairly informal meeting, mostly just to have breakfast and, and say a meet and talk about what, what they expect. Oh, absolutely, yes. I know a few that I'd like to bring with me. I assume you are flanked by Gravis and Gale. Yes. Very good. <laughs> I'm not sure what to expect today. 
But the emissaries say it's bad, so it must be. Commander Bell scratches her chin, standing across from you in a meeting room. The chairs are more rustic and comfortable here in Green Groves, but the food is almost entirely salads and whole food produce. This is nothing like the inn. <laughs> would um would any of <laughs> would any of the guards in this group be involved with the chase involving him yesterday? Would any of them recognize? Um, none of them recognize, but they have. But they did hear some reports about uh, about uh, the thousand <laughs> a few a fugitive fourteen year old who's. Fairly well-to-do family actually contacted the guard specifically to go collect him from the the geode, uh, the sporting arena in the Earth District, uh, and bring him home. And apparently this is not his first offense. Okay. I'm going to bring him with me, too, because a kid not being watched might be a bad thing. (laughs) All right. Lost your chance. And, uh, what is this? Um... Well, no. <laughs> We're keeping them uh, keeping a close eye on the kid. You get a big. I eye. am the thousand arrows of Roth's terrifying fury. <laughs> Apparently, he has a reputation at the geode. Who knew? He's pretty good. Come sit with me, kiddo. You can, you get a bit bottle of in my armor. Nice <laughs> work hands that uh, pulls you back to a sit with the gale in a chair. I I'm. The orc is fine. I'm used to. Is was Gale or the one that yelled at me was an orc or? That was Grannis the human. Okay. Uh, Gale is an orc. She like gives you like the two fingered watching you. <laughs> that feels more normal, cause mom. Fair enough. But you're gonna have breakfast with us. Just need you to keep quiet for a little bit while we talk about something. It's good food. It's lettuce. <laughs> There's more than that. I'm sure we have other things than salads. We have bread. It's... Some, Let's see, and, and how, not every family is forbidden by their family from killing pigs. There's a lot of beast folk who live out here who feel very uncomfortable about... I imagine living... But being on the coast... Be carnivores. Hmm. Well, yes. also being on the coast, there's probably but fish. Oh yeah, fish is gonna be huge. Fish is gonna be a big thing, you're right. This smells <laughs> weird. It's we good. in a sea town. Liar. So we had some trouble getting here. The, the <coughs> whole herd of knife hounds. Knife hounds? There's ten, twelve of them. They were awesome! That's not what I would call them. A couple of our people were badly injured. That's unfortunate. I assume that they'll be back in fighting shape, I hope. They they will be. We did We did get roughed up. Myself included, but we're better after some rest. Fair enough. I killed the last one. He did. Maybe he has a place in the guard in the future. Well, we'll see. I couldn't say if, if I know anything. <laughs> I couldn't say if I know if I know of anything that will be coming. We have our share of spirits here in the wilds around town, but we're respectful like any good town. So the spirits give us our space, and we we get the space from the spirits. Have there been unusual sightings of anything? I'm trying to figure out what might scare off a whole herd of knife hounds. Hmm. Nothing that I've heard of yet. We do have, we also have those 
white and blue pillars that jut out of the sea and move from day to day, but that's about it. What? Oh, let's see. I suppose I should explain the mist wall ruins. They're... I, I can't, I'm not sure if they have much to do with what's going on, but that's just something that's always been here. These white and marble, white and blue marble pillars that stand out of the sea. We're not sure if they actually touch the ocean floor or if they float there. Because <coughs> really tried to get close enough to one. Some local superstitions and all, of course. And no one wants to cross spirits if it happens to be spirit business. No. Whatever they are, they weep mist. It doesn't seem to be dissipated by the sun or by the wind, uh, but seems to actually ripple when it's touched by the ocean. They're quite beautiful if you stand and see them. They're quite beautiful to watch in the right light. But, see, as their, their nature seems to be that every day they change positions. We don't know if they move at some point in the night or if they simply will themselves into a new existence or into a new position when the sun comes up. But Do you watch them move? We've tried. But it's usually it doesn't ever seem to be that simple. Hmm. Well, you think that they might do it sometime in the dead of night. That's why you hire a guard. I hear something over there. <laughs> Eat some more food and be quiet, please. <coughs> Let the adults have their talk. He can, Gail kind of, kind of like gives you a bit of a noogie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Drinks a cup of coffee. No! That's, <laughs> that's he takes that again. That's what we call fast juice. <laughs> what do you mean, golf rescues? What do you mean? I, I, I want to see the things. Be ready. Be ready for about anything. The emissaries wouldn't call the guard for help if they didn't think it wasn't serious. And we still don't know what it could be. We don't. Um, there was history of conflict between spirits before, but that was. Back during the director of the Great Planet War, hundred years ago. I don't suppose there's been anything to suggest that. When Hroth fought? Yes, actually. When the Arbiters were I'm gonna say when the Arbiters were doing what they had to do. <sighs> Roth was here. I don't know if Roth was here specifically. Possibly. Could have been. But the there were spirit conflicts. Almost certainly at some point, even if it was just a I could, I, as far as I know, Good I think market. it was water spirits and air spirits clashing. And unfortunately, uh, our town, uh, unfortunately, this area ended up becoming a bit of a, uh, a, bit of a battlefield. Hmm. Green Rose was built on the ruins of that, hoping to, Nancy, hoping to create a brighter future, especially for, between spirits and mortals. Mortals were not treating the world very well back then. It would, it would be. Uh, a knock comes at the door. Come in. Commander Bell responds. Uh, a guard comes through the door, a worried look on his face. What other kind of look would he have on his face? Right. Right. Commander, um, the, the, there's a ruin that you should probably come see. What do you mean, there's a ruin? I want to see it! The Mistwall Ruin? 
you see a big one. Uh, yeah, 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 I'm really big. I start scrambling to the door. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gail, like, says, like, you're like, right. <laughs> um, Commander Bell, uh, let's see, starts to leave the room and says, well, come along, I suppose. Let's take a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. come, but you have to listen to us. Okay, okay, yeah. We'll call it a field trip. <laughs> okay, you got it. Whatever you say, man. Yeah. It's field trip. I'm a chaperone. I'm a chaperone. <laughs> now you know what Silverin felt like most of the time. Shit. <laughs> oh no. They're gonna get one of the toddler leashes for me. Adamantine toddler leash. Plus one adamantine toddler leash. Improvised weapon. Just swing him around on it. Please. Swinging a chain. Oh, baby. Swinging a chain. Maybe Sunshine will swing you around if you ask her real nice. Alright. You guys step out uh, into, into awesome. like, the, the morning sun. sun. It's about. 9.30 in the morning. Um, but uh, the or, as you guys come out, you actually see there are already quite a few locals who are like standing on balconies of their houses or on high points in the streets, uh, all staring out at the coast. Um, I have a weapon out, but not aggressively, and I'm going to plot a holy symbol too. It's like, you know what? Fair enough. This is par for the um, course. You guys managed to, get, uh, to walk far enough that you get around one of the resort towers blocking your view. Are there any uh, carriages out there? <laughs> Carriages, you know, there might be one or two. Anybody <laughs> just like, I don't know. So you're Excellent. pulling out your weapon. I try to pull out mine, but it's probably been forcibly peace bonded. Not but, yet. Uh, as you guys look out into the coast, uh, let's see, you see uh, a keep. Uh, like a whole, let's see, like a whole castle on the ocean. <gasps> These walls are made of a white and blue marble uh, that weeps this mist that flows out into the ocean uh, that ripples along with the waves underneath it. Does any of the mist reach the shoreline in the town? Uh, let's see it. Just a bit. Um, but what you also you notice that there is a, draw, a white drawbridge that, uh, as you guys actually look out at it, slams down uh, to a bluff that reaches out uh, over the sea. Um, you're walking. And your perspective... Uh, Wait. ...is just enough to notice that the sea has actually risen into a large hill <gasps> to hold the keep high enough that it can reach this bluff. So there is this white and blue castle uh, on the ocean that the ocean is holding it up. Uh, let's see, on this big hill of running water. You know, usually in games, the water temple comes later and everyone hates it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, there's, there's no reason we can't hate it early on. Yeah, that's that's true. you got to get it out of the way. <laughs> as far as we know, it's above the water. For now. That's daringly optimistic. Commander Bell uh, is transfixed for a moment, and she looks around for her, uh, see, for her next in command. It says uh, to ready the garrison. Is there any kind of iconography on the building at all? Um, Would anyone actually, be able to? You actually see uh, a uh, let's see a very old tabard 
That's in a tavern. Uh, symbol. A symbol, a symbol crest hanging like uh, on a banner that's hanging uh, out over the drawbridge. Um, it looks like an image of waves um, and several smaller images of waves that go deeper and deeper beneath it. But just like in straight in like lines. Uh, Granus, Gale, you recognize this at all? They both look about as confused as you are. <clears throat> Uh, it's not a good intelligence check, but I got stunts. Um, I'll try. Sure. It's like, so it's not gonna do it. It's so gonna be an intelligence historical lore. Oh, I'm p potentially. I just thought it'd be funny if I like rolled max. That, that would be really funny. Seventeen, and with ah. doubles. Uh, you actually recall uh, during double sixes. During your education, uh, you learned a bit about the history of the surrounding area and some of the battles that were fought uh, during the Great Planer War. One of the later ones was a conflict that was reignited because of the Great Planer War was pulling the planes apart and opening them up so more people could come through into the mortal world. Uh, spirits from the plane of water and the plane of air um, belonging to two groups uh, clashed here. Uh, they had fought here before, but the Great Planar War gave them excellent excuses to open up the conflict again. Uh, they were called uh, the Deep Law, which was the Spirits of Water, uh, and the Witches of the Eye, which was the Spirits of Air. You recall the name of the Deep Law, and you know that they are a court of powerful water spirits. Okay. For the time being, can I benefit from the resources at hand stunt? To have, like, to treat it as if I had uh, the talent for historical lore? I don't know if I would... I think you would keep it for so little time it would probably not be worth it. Got it, okay. Let's see. Eh. Up to you. Well, Mark. Choose a focus that you don't have that falls into the same ability as the test you're making. You are considered to have that focus until time or venue changes. GM may require you to explain how this bonus arises in the environment and deny it if you can't make a reasonable suggestion. Okay. That's the only reason why I asked. It's no big deal if I can't. Fair enough. Um, I would say that that is probably about as much information as you can. That's that's fair. I don't I don't have an intelligence score, so it is not a focus. Might become something later. But you did study, so it can always come up. Yeah. We have a basic yes. info about it. You at least address them by so, the proper title. Know yeah. the names Deep Law, the Deep Law, which is the eye. <coughs> do you, uh, what do you tell them? Do you share the information? Yeah, I would, it's like, oh, this sounds, it sounds <laughs> like this if I'm remembering things correctly. Destiny. You actually paid attention during those history lessons? Some of us do. Some of us do. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Obviously, some don't. Yale shrugs. <laughs> Flex. Flex. <laughs> yeah. Yale likes you. Um, the, so, Commander Bell looks over and got... Uh, See you guys hear some marching from the uh, local garrison uh, who's coming to join you, and she turns to you and says, You should probably gather your 
we should probably gather your forces too. There's going to be a battle fought again. There's a lot of innocent mortals who need protecting. Perhaps we should go meet them head on and see if we can stop this before it starts. Well, we don't know if they're going to attack. <coughs> but if they are powerful, like you said, perhaps they respect strength. It would be an intelligence arcane war to know better. <laughs> Where's that bard when you need it? Yeah, I have no Sorry. idea this time. I did not roll nearly as well. Nine. As far as you know, that might be reasonable. Yeah. And as far as you know, it might also not be reasonable. Be more up to your decision than uh, than the facts you are aware of. There might maybe there's someone here that knows more about this than we do. Have people stand at the ready. Is there a library? You have... You have a guard in your schoolhouse here. Maybe we can see <coughs> You. Go to the guard in your schoolhouse and ask... Let's see, uh, ask, the, ask the schoolhouse there if they have any, mission, any information on the... Deep Law. Deep Law. Yes, ma'am. And while that's happening, maybe we should send someone back to Convergence and inform them of this update. Yes. They may very well be able to see this. Very I need to hide well. behind whoever's holding me. Get them a horse. Let's get them there quick. Prepare yourselves. As we close our show, we want to give a big shout-out and thank you to the folks at Sirenscape for the sounds you heard on our show. The Sirenscape app creates these gorgeous sound sets in real time, and you never get the same sounds twice. Download it now, and you get 10 free sound sets without paying a silver or even creating a login. Check out Sirenscape, friends, because your epic games need epic sound. Thank you for listening to the Trail of the Intruder campaign, part of the Adventure Game Interest series.